Intellectual decay! Turn it off and watch a Mothers, lock up your sons. The members of the Say You Love Satan podcast are coming. This is your host, Stephanie. I'm dreaming of summer, cool breezes, fresh air. When I want that feeling, summer's eve takes me there. It's clean, fresh feeling, keeps the good times on my mind. Summer's eve brings back freshness anytime. Fresh, cool, clean feeling of summer anytime with Summer's Eve. It's clean, fresh feeling, keeps the good times on my mind. Summer's Eve brings back freshness anytime. Here with me today are Jesse. Harry, the best cure I ever came across for a hangover was raw meat and plenty of it. You break an egg on it. Add in some salted anchovies, Tabasco and Worcestershire sauce. If you want, we can order up some for you. You don't aim at a man unless you intend to shoot him. And you don't shoot a man unless you intend to kill him. No warning shots. Warning shots are bullshit. John? The farmer. He never gets mad. He gets Eva. The American dreamer. Sometimes a thinker. Sometimes a schemer. Sometimes a child. The farmer. Sometimes a wise man. So. You sure it wasn't that retarded kid Timmy from up the street? And a very special guest, Marcella. The dead! I see the dead! It's probably just a gopher in heat. On this episode, we will have a Coffin of Curiosities, followed by our feature presentation, Phantasm from 1979, which was a Patreon pick by our bud, Nicolette. But first, we're going to stop in at the sleazy speakeasy. I'm but a medicine! Can't! up why don't you uh join i'm so start us off today since you're since you're drinking a cider just like me sure i'll join you um so i'm drinking jack's hard cider you picked this up uh it's a 5.5 alcohol by volume it's got is it a pear flavored one it's got a weird picture of like a rapist on the side <laughs> like it a, does look like a rapist like, yeah like a down home rapist oh, like, like he's from like uh alabama he's or like something? yeah he's like i'm a rapist <laughs> but i'm from alabama i mean how hard is the cider <laughs> apparently it's um it's a Pennsylvania brand. Yeah. Uh, Biglerville. Uh, it's the that Apple Apple Capital of the World, oh. apparently. That's that sounds like bullshit to me. This is a pear flavor. Is it good? Uh pressed on site. Ugh, it's alright. I mean it's not really yeah. that great. Um 
Yeah. Well, it was worth trying. It was I guess. better. I mean, the one that I had before this was a lot better. It was that cranberry one that you're always drinking stuff. Yeah, the Down East, whatever. Yeah, it Down is. East. That was really good. Yeah. But this is kind of. Eh. I like that brand. And I got some vodka in me right now. Shot of vodka. Vodka. So I'm very warm right now. I'm really getting get sweaty. What do you got, John? You got a big, I, big I'm, old bottle. I'm drinking there. a pint of Schneider Weissen Tap Seven. It's an original German Heifer Ale, and it's 5.4 percent ABV. It's a world-famous original wheat ale from Bavaria's oldest wheat beer brewery. Carefully selected ingredients, skilled fermentation in open vessels, as well as fermentation and maturation of the bottle guarantee the distinctive taste of this authentic wheat ale. It was like a combination of like an Oriental and like... Yes. A, Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> there was some Jersey in there, too. A little bit of Jersey. <laughs> a little bit of Jersey. Um, Marcel, what are you drinking? I am drinking Angry Orchard Easy Apple which is the first time I've had it. It looked just like their crisp apple label, mm. except the tree looks anemic, pale. Like <laughs> it maybe does. It's it does like anymore iron. The tree looks like a hooker <laughs> under K&A. It's got heroin track marks <laughs> yeah. on its roots. Why is that tree so skinny? Yeah, it's got kind of shifty eyes, but it's uh, 4.2 alcohol by volume and from Walden, New York. Exactly like a Kensington mm. hooker. Weird, wonky eyes, very skinny. That's how I like them. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Did yeah. you say what you're drinking? Um, no, I didn't. I'm drinking um, Commonwealth Cider Black Cherry. This is like turning into a cider podcast. I know, which is one of my favorites. And this is exported from Kensington, Philadelphia, guys, which mm. is uh, just a few blocks away. Exotic. And I always want to point yeah. out that uh, John is always giving people shit about everything they do in life. Like when I go smoke marijuana. Or when I smoke or, cigarettes. Or when Marcella smokes one cigarette a year. Fancy cigarettes. But yet, <laughs> John is sitting here drinking straight chemicals out of a can. Monster Cold energy. monster. Which is like, like I get that vitamin B. Legit. It's just like 600% of it. That, they just call that laboratory energy. Like Because yeah. that's exactly what it is. There's not one ingredient in there that wasn't fucking created by man. Sure. I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> He's on board, as he would say. He doesn't care. Um, all right, so uh, we're gonna um, we're gonna do the Satanic Spirit Guide yet again. We have a lot of questions uh, submitted by listeners. Yeah, we probably won't get to all of them. Yeah, apparently no. uh, the last episode when I gave out some tough love, it was really re- receptive. I, oh my god, <laughs> I posted that episode and there was like six emails immediately. <laughs> I know I w- it was like uh, bombarded with the uh, emails. So, all right, uh, I will start with the first one. Uh, this was submitted by Alex Schultz. What's your favorite non-mainstream zombie movie? Non-mainstream zombie movie. Mm-hmm. I have a couple answers for this. I mean, go ahead then, John, because I don't really um, know how to answer it. Bio Zombie. It's a Chinese. That's a good zombie one. movie. It's fucking hilarious. It's it's you know, it's got captions or whatever, but mm-hmm. it's all subtitled. But uh, it's a fucking hilarious movie. It's got it's spot on humor. Uh, oh, that is. Um, I mean, it's a great movie. And yeah. then uh, my other one is um, children shouldn't play with dead things, which is, I, it's. It, it's more well known, but it's it's yeah. definitely not that's, like it, a, a that, mainstream movie that people are like. Oh yeah, it's a go to. That's movie. like from the late seventies, right? Mid seventies, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. What is um? What was that other zombie movie you mentioned not that long ago? I am I am hero. I am not a hero. I am not a hero. I've been trying to watch it. I can't fucking find it anywhere to watch now. I was trying it to watch was it the available other day. online for free. I don't Every, know. Everybody's like the everybody's talking about the graphic novel now like crazy. I see it everywhere. Yeah, it's a it's a really cool movie. John was ahead of the curve on that. Um, on the podcast, he was, sure. a, was he a pro gender? Would you he say he made that he made it popular? <laughs> um, like, like him talking about on this podcast, yeah. <laughs> it, it brought it all up to notoriety. Um, and Junk too is another good Asian horror Junk's horror really movie. Good. It's got the Yakuza in it, and there's zombies. It's pretty cool. So he's Yakuza. Like, um, Yakuza. So let sleeping corpses lie. That's a really that's really 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 cool zombie movie that I like a lot. Um, it's the only one I can think of off the top of my head. 
I, I don't I can't think of a single non-mainstream zombie well movie. I mean like it's hard to say like he says non he says main, non-mainstream I'm assuming the Romero so. and the Fulci yeah. and the 28 Days yeah. and all kind of stuff that would be a billboard right yeah you know alright so Barrel Ground obviously I love Barrel Ground next question yeah next question uh, and this was uh, submitted by Nicolette our buddy uh, what are your thoughts on Dead and Buried which is a movie from 1981 starring Robert England and Grandpa Joe from Willy Wonka that's one of my favorite movies it's the best yeah it's fucking amazing have I seen it yeah you've, you've seen it <laughs> I don't know I don't yeah remember. you've seen it I don't mean you think you fell asleep again I probably fell asleep. Yeah, that's usually the way it goes that's what happens um, yeah I don't that movie's like difficult to talk about without giving anything away but it's kind of about like um it's like a um, small group of people, this person moves in or whatever, and you find out that the uh, mortician there is doing some weird shit to the bodies. Ah. But there's a really cool reveal in it. Like, the ending's really, really awesome. Right, I well, love. Yeah, it's a great movie. Well, I will have to watch it. You'll have to yeah. just watch it, but you'll have to not fall asleep. It's yeah. a trick. <laughs> yeah, or somebody a- can give us fifty dollars and we'll cover it. Yeah, <coughs> you can do that. Too. I'll, drink, I'll drink a lot of coffee. That day. I, you know what? Actually, I hate that movie so much. Oh, we hate it. Oh, it's yeah. the worst movie. Anytime, it's worse than Blood Diner. Anytime I say I hate a movie, people are like, "And you guys are doing that now." Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's see. Next, uh, this was submitted by Jen Gore, who's our friend on Instagram. Um, what horror movie do you think would make a good video game? This is a great question. Oh, I'm going to say right off the bat before John uh, says anything, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I think, mm. would be so fun. Yeah. Like, to be able to be, like, um, have, like, an, not, like, an open world, per se, but, like, have, like, the layout like you're doing with the Friday the 13th game, and right. you can go through the house and everything like that, and uh, Leatherface kind of pops out, like, spontaneously. I think, I think there's enough in that franchise for that to, to, to work. I yeah. think it'd be really cool. Yeah. That does sound like a good idea. That sounds like a great idea, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, she, I mean, um, Jen mentioned Suspiria. We didn't write it down, but she mentioned Suspiria would be a cool a cool game to do um, by the guy who did, um, what was that What was that game? Uh, Silent Hill branch off PT, something like that. Uh, Hideo Kojima. Yeah. 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 She said it would be awesome if he did something like Suspiria. Yeah. I, I mean, I personally think, and like this is like a horror comedy, but I think um, I think Shaun of the Dead would be a really fun video game because it would be fun. Yeah, that's well, why I, you know what? <laughs> it actually surprises it actually surprised me that no one's trying to do a Nightmare on Elm Street there because there's so much yeah. material to pull from. You know? Yeah, it's hard because like we're living at a time now too where they've been making a lot of good video horror video games and stuff. They did that Alien uh, Isolation game that yeah. was really faithful to the atmosphere and the and the uh, set design and the kind of like the future technoism that they have like the retro future mm-hmm. stuff um, yeah I, I, if they weren't making Friday the 13th I would say Friday the 13th you know yeah. need like a, because you know there's you know I would say my gut's like 28 days later but they're making Days Gone and they made Let, Let the Last of Us and, and they're making um, you know the State of Decay 2 and Left 4 Dead there's like so many proxies to stuff that you know of horror franchises right. and it already kind of exists in some way did you play um back when I think it was like PlayStation the Evil Dead games when they were out? <sighs> there, I, uh, bits and pieces of it, but I remember them being very bad. Really? <laughs> <laughs> There's one for Dreamcast, and I think that's also for PlayStation. But like they're very, I don't know, they don't age well. Yeah, I remember my friend playing them when they came out, but that doesn't mean anything. It's like Nightmare Creatures. They look at them like oh, those are just a polygonal God. mess. Because in my mind, Nightmare Creatures is the best. Yeah. But I know if I go, like, I actually watched like people playing it on like uh, YouTube just to see what it looked like, and I was like this blew my mind when it came out and it literally looks like just fucking like terrible boxes like like virtual fighter it looks like they look terrible yep okay next question uh this was um from mike layton 
Oh yes. This oh, is yes. this is our I think our favorite question. Oh yes, but, Michael. But he, but he's, from, he's from Britain, so you got to read it with a British oh, like, accent. Oh, yeah, I don't. Do have, I can't do a British accent. You can do it. Um, <laughs> Look, our so, Patreon uh, members pay once you know you know once a month for you to do a voice. They do, and, and you have to read <laughs> your quota. It's a special tier. It's never, a special tier now. No. Okay. So um, she did call him a limey bastard. I did call him when I emailed him back. I called him a limey bastard. I was like, actually, like I can't believe she wrote that. Well, me and him talk. We have we have we we bonded over British crime dramas. He was probably eating his beans and toast for breakfast when he was reading your email. And he probably like, spit oh, it out. and there is one thing I want to. Okay, so he tried to clarify something for me by saying mash was mashed potatoes, which I get, mm. and that a pie is a pie. That does not explain to me what a pie is, because when I think of a pie, I think of a fruit pie. But I think he's not talking about a fruit pie, so I'm going to meat pie. Meat pie. So Mike, you need to clear that up for and, me. And when he says meat pie, you're talking about a vagina, <laughs> like a shepherd's pie, <laughs> I rabbit know, pie. I know. I don't. He I needs don't know. to be real. A cottage, <laughs> a cottage pie. I mean, those are the kind of pies I'm on board with because they're they do contain meat. I love meat. cottage you're not pies. Down, you're not down with meat pies, like vagina pies. <laughs> oh uh, it's not really a pie though. <laughs> so much. Yeah, but you're aware of that. It's more like, like a saying, taco. <laughs> I've never heard like someone call it a meat pie. I don't ever think of a vagina as a taco. Never. No, I that, never do that. I don't know. I like tacos. You know, if you're just thinking of it as taco, you might as well think of it as a cheeseburger. Hmm. Right? It's like... Got I mean, if, if, if you're eating at Arby's a lot, <laughs> okay. yeah, I guess. Oh, God. Dude. Okay, so the question. Ruin it forever for me. <laughs> now every time I go down there, I think of Arby's. <laughs> like, no, John ruined it. You have to watch your parents have sex every day for the rest of your life, or you could join in once to make it stop. All right, let's, what would you do? Let's let Marcel answer that one. She just, her, eyes, her, eyes, her eyes just glazed over. What an initiation. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great question. Oh, I have man. a finely tuned ability to repress things and tune them out. So I would say watch yeah. every day for the rest of my life. I think definitely. I absolutely agree with that because like I could deal with that and just block it out of my mind. But if I actually took took part of oh, it, God. it would haunt me for the rest of my but life. Look, Lifelong celibacy. Look, if, we're, if we're just talking <laughs> yes. about the basic definition of sex and just saying that there's penetration involved, I would get really inventive and I would get like a, a full latex suit and no, a strap on and it's penetration. We're not me, no. We're talking about yeah, you're dictionary no. definitions. Skin to skin. Intercourse. Yes. Skin to skin. The definition of intercourse is penetration of some sort. Okay, no, well, intercourse, you penis, could, vagina. I mean, yes. you could dress your mom up like in like one of those like Michael Jackson weird Halloween masks and pretend you haven't sex with Michael Jackson, but it would be kind of weird still. I mean, I mean, I would just yeah, I would just everybody be furries. I mean, it was like <laughs> you know, I had sex with a rabbit and a horse, oh. and I don't understand. Just dress your mom up in one of them like inflatable Tyrannosaurus Rex like costumes. Yeah, there's no way it. I could watch it, especially if it's not a rerun. It's just a, it's different every yeah. single time. There's no way I'm watching that. It's every like goddamn, mom and dad, why are you into that? This is a really really difficult question. Well, because I mean, I grew up listening to my parents have sex all, sex all the time. Like seriously, I can't even tell you how many times I heard <laughs> them having sex through the walls. <laughs> That was horrifying. Okay, so I, the thought of seeing it every day—I'm not sure I could for the rest of your ma- life. I can't handle it. I don't think I could handle it. But I then mean, there's no fucking way I'm having sex with my parents. Yeah. So I don't know. I yeah. If I had to choose, I would say watch watch it every day. Unfortunately, but so John's the only one that wants to fuck his mom. <laughs> you sick bastard! <laughs> look, I would just I would just cauterize the wound to get it over with. You guys just want to torture yourselves every fucking day. I just wouldn't oh, be able to do it. No, man. I wouldn't. But then no. you would have like every time you would try to masturbate or have sex with your significant other, you would have this fucking library of shit. Or you in would your just head. think about now, the time that you put your look, penis in your mom's vagina. Look, eventually, <laughs> look, eventually, you forget about having sex the one oh, time with one person. I doubt. I, mean, I doubt that. This is years and years. If it's your parents, I doubt. This is what I do. 
No. I'm like Donald Trump. I just build a wall in my mind <laughs> and I just cordon off that area of my brain where I watch my parents have sex and I don't let anything, oh nothing leaves, nothing goes either way. In there. there was a time when whole families would live in the same room. Yeah. So obviously this was a thing yeah. for a long time. I mean, you were trying to make People breakfast. Yeah, but again, we came out of the dark ages, Marcella, so we don't have to do that. They invented walls within like, walls. Guys, there was a time 5,000 years ago <laughs> when a guy was like, you know... <laughs> Cooking his like uh, caveman meat and, 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 and again, it was bad. They were super religious back then, so I'm sure the coitus was like, ee, ee, and I'm done. And everybody was like, okay, yeah, cool. Oh my god, that's that's true. Yeah, yeah. they weren't getting all inventive. They weren't like no, you know, hanging, up, hanging upside no, down. No, mom yeah. wasn't like against the bed, you know, splayed and yeah, you know, it wasn't happening. You didn't have to watch your dad give your mom a Alabama hot pocket. Yeah. <laughs> oh the undergarment got pulled up just a little bit, and then it was done. Mom, why, oh. you, Dad, why are you shitting in mom's vagina? I don't understand. Why? Did, how's that sexually gratifying? Um, so we have a second, a second question. By, uh, from Mike as well. All right, Mike, you're getting greedy with um, these questions. No, but this is a good one. They were good questions, <laughs> so good that's why I allowed it. Okay. How, this his wording too. How come the gremlins didn't instantly multiply when they stepped out into the snow instead of singing Christmas carols and shit? That's his <laughs> question. And, and, and shit. shit. <laughs> I okay. I never thought about this. Neither did I. Snow is water, right? It is. In a different why? state, right? Yeah. So why why didn't they? Because you figure if they're standing on it, it had to melt a little bit. Because they're little, little well, it's, Maybe it's they're landing, but it's landing on their bodies and melting on their yes. skin. I mean, you have to have a little demon called disbelief on your shoulder. <laughs> be like, no, just don't pay attention the to only, that, Michael. The only thing I know is that Michael just ruined gremlins for me forever, I know. and I'm just gonna burn all my gremlin shit. Thanks, was Mike, that the only me? scientific flaw in the movie? I, I mean, that's it. That was that's the most it? important. I was, uh, one, I yeah, I mean, <laughs> I was completely fine with the rest of it. Completely asexual creatures that just, you know, <laughs> I was fine with mass it. produced yeah. through water and yeah. osmosis and, and eating after midnight. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, no. <laughs> That's a great question, but it has it, no answer. I know, and yeah, Grim- it, it Grim- has Grim- an Grim- answer. Has been ruined. Yeah, it has an answer, but it'll just ruin my childhood to answer it. So we'll just skip it. Okay, so um, the next question was submitted by Paul Williams, and it's kind of a long one. So oh I'm gonna, Jesus Christ, I'm this read, is a long one. Gonna, Part one. This is like a fucking. It's a big scenario. It's a novel. Okay, here's the scenario: the world is dead. This is for Jesse since he loves post-apocalyptic films. Um, all of humanity is finally gone, except for you. Each of you exist in your own world all alone, but you can have one survivor with you. One lucky soul can be brought back to live with you and enjoy the barren wasteland of a world, but it can be only one. Here's a catch. You can only choose one from a selection of choices. A resurrection god will grant you the company of one other, but it has to be from these choices. Clue Gulliger, Linnea Quigley, Judd Crandall, not Fred Gwynn, but the character Judd. Ugh. Bob Boyle, the kid from House by the Cemetery. That is, I don't know why he threw that in there. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. He's like, he, just, he thought of that character and he's like, yeah, yeah that kid. Nobody uh, wants that kid. Or, <laughs> or Melissa McCarthy. Choose wisely, though, because you need to remember the world is dead. You may need one of these individuals for more than just company. You might need one of them for things like sex or food, or maybe someone you can trust will not fail in killing you if death seems the better option. Yes. That's it? Who wants to go first? I mean, I'll just go with my baser instinct and just say out of those choices, Linnea, quickly, because I pretty much teach her rudimentary skills like sucking my dick. (laughs) (laughs) And making a fire out of my dick. (laughs) He's like, Linnea, this is a dick, okay? I'm going to show you all the things you have to do with the dick, and that's all you need to know. (laughs) I mean, the other options are Clue Gallagher, who's just going to yell at you and be sweaty. Oh, my God, dude. No, I I want Clue Gallagher with me. 
I need Kulgaga because he's going to take care of me. I'm very fragile. Okay, he can come. He can protect me you're, with his... But not, he's old. He's going to die soon. He's going to be alone. Not, he's hard as shit. Jesse's not used to doing any manual labor. So we need someone who's beefy. I do. Who's, who's capable. I need someone to take care of me. I got. Look at these hands, John. <laughs> these hands aren't hurting anything. Look at how soft they are and shiny and soft. There's no callus to be found. I mean, you don't want you don't want to uh, judge. I you. would be, never go down yeah, that road. I would be. Well, yeah, I think he would, <laughs> I think Judd would just have a heart attack. He Whereas like Clue's old and he's and he's like beefy and he's yeah. hard. And, and yeah. Judd's just gonna like point out something to you after the fact that right. you've already done it. Yeah, he's like, like, yeah. It's really, Oh, Jesse, did you just eat that piece of meat? Yeah. Uh, shouldn't have done that. Oh, you're a fucking zombie I now. I mean, I said a man hot stone you, but it can't, your food poisoning just kills you. Jesse, I'm gonna yeah. tell you, I'm, I'm not gonna, I don't want you to go over there, but I'm gonna show you. There's a lot of zombies over there, but God forbid, don't go over there. There's a lot of canned baked beans. Don't go over there, Jesse. <laughs> Jesse, don't go over there. There's a lot of zombies. Don't go over there. Okay. I'm kind of hungry for baked beans, but I'm not going to go over there. I'm going to sleep, Jesse. And then I go over there because he, he just kept he kept playing up the baked beans. And then, oh <laughs> Judge just kept talking uh, about him. All right, Marcella, do you have a response to this? I don't know if she knows half the people, do you? I don't know a single yeah. person on that list. <laughs> They're obscure people. Yeah. So. so I can use some lo- like logic to deduct who I would basically, choose. Basically, he gave you a woman, two geezers and a little kid that I, why did you Paul why did you why did you feel oh, the, Melissa McCarthy we're forgetting about she's obese right yeah. yes. I think that's the only thing I've determined from your descriptions <laughs> I don't know if she's obese anymore well, I think she's skinny she now. lost weight but she's still overweight she's still not talented okay. that's what we're coming down to okay <laughs> she could be fat she could be skinny she still has no talent <laughs> based on my limited information I'm gonna go with Linnea Quigley who is John's choice because I would not want to be stuck with a man that I'm not familiar with whatsoever Men are not cooperative. Oh my god! And they're too old men, so they'd be like, "Bitch, go in there and make me a goddamn sandwich." I'm not and making my- anyone's goddamn <laughs> sandwich. <laughs> no, she Anything? Wouldn't. Anyone? If someone's yeah. making a sandwich for me, and he would so. just, and he'd be like, "This, this situation's not working out, Marcella. You're not making me a I mean, sandwich." Marcella <laughs> would make a sandwich. Would it be like rusty nails? And then she'd watch them eat it and be like, "Oh my god, yeah, motherfucker!" He'd be like, oh, "Oh my god, this this toast with peanut butter you put on it's delicious." And really, it's just like Marcella's <laughs> shit. <laughs> Accurate. Um, I think my choice would also have to be Linnea Quigley because yeah. um, she is the most attractive person out of everyone mentioned. Yeah, she you seems guys are like so she's, shallow. Yeah, but she seems like she's really fun. She seems yeah. fun. She, even in her older oh, age, she's very youthful. Steph, you're not having fun she in has, a fucking post-apocalyptic world. Okay? And she has a nice body. I mean, here's what I would so. do. I would be like, Linnea, go stand on that hill over there and just take your top off for a little bit, okay? And I'm going to sit back here with my rifle and just tell me if you see anybody. It's cool. You guys can have her because you guys would be dead in a day. And then she <laughs> would be. And me and Clue would be fucking no, living for she like. Would be my, she would be my bait for everybody else in the apocalypse. I would just. I would grow my thinning hair out so it was really long. And I would look like a really grotesque woman. That's what it would be. Oh. I'd be like, I'm Clue's woman now. <laughs> oh my God. It's my life. What do, you, what do you want for dinner, Clue? And every night I'd be like, Jesse! Jesse! <laughs> What's my dinner, Jesse? <laughs> oh my god okay next question i don't think i can actually answer this but uh see what you guys think um what do you think bill cole in fright night is he hangs out during the day to watch over jerry the vampire's estate and jerry himself we also find that he is pretty strong and powerful too but we never really know what in the hell he is is he a ghoul if so i don't think it is it is stated directly in the movie or even in, really implied is he like a vampire's assistant i'm going with that one i think that's his actual title i thought vampire he was just assistant. like a familiar um yes and then he said could he be what renfield uh, in dracula becomes yeah i mean like and well, this was well, timothy tanner guys. well see renfield was a familiar yeah like 
like Dracula would just come to him and feed off of him and he would leave him, you know, in his little his little jail cell or whatever. I think this dude was a familiar too. Maybe he had some of the benefits from being like you know, extra strength. Right. From being I don't like, know the know. distinction between ghoul and familiar, but I thought he would be more of a ghoul. Really? Doesn't a ghoul give aren't, aren't don't ghouls have ghouls like are, more strength and stuff? I thought ghouls were just dead and they came back. Whereas like familiars like familiars are like they want to become a vampire and so, so they'll the, do your they, bidding, they do whatever the vampire wants, but then sometimes the vampire's like, You may feed off me. Just a little bit. Right. But it's not gonna make you live forever, but you may taste. You know, hmm. kind of like that piece of shit t- TV show you watch, The Strain, John. That you really oh, liked. watch it. I just <laughs> think, yeah, I don't think that, it's that as bad as you make it out yeah, to be. Just like that pile of shit show where the old dudes, um, yeah. he's drinking the master's like fucking pre cum. It's a fucking nasty oh, like that, just like milky. milk oh. stuff. But he cuts his finger and it's like he jizzes out of his finger. Like, <laughs> and little white worms come please, out. Right? No. Please, <laughs> bullfrog master, give me some seminal fluid. Oh. Just, it sounds like you're watching it more than me now. <laughs> <laughs> I get into it. <laughs> okay. And the, uh, the last and final question is, I guess, probably just directed towards you, Jessup. Um, and this is, uh, oh, there's two questions. Uh, first part is, uh, is from Ace. What is your favorite VHS tape? Oh, Jesus Christ. Spookies. Spookies. It's the best. Worst it movie, has the best artwork ever. Yeah. It does have good artwork. It has the best VHS artwork of all times. Okay. That's it. And then uh, the second question is from Shad Youngblood. Do you own any beta tapes? I will answer this question. You fucking know that Jesse owns beta tapes that we can't play because that's the way Jesse rolls. I, I collect things I can't, I can't watch. <laughs> that's what I do. I have laser discs. Why? Yeah. Why do I need laser discs? Because I just have yeah. a fucking ache in my soul that says you yeah. need laser Don't discs. Don't we have all of the Friday the 13th on all uh, beta? All of them. All the Nightmare on Elm Streets. All of them. Beta. I have so many good beta fucking tapes. I have more amazing beta tapes than I do VHS tapes, and it, and it makes me sad because I can't never watch them. <laughs> never, ever. And if you try to go on eBay and look for a beta player, dude, nerds, like they're like $6,000. They're what? Not, they're not that much. Can you make one? I make one? Make one at Next Fab for me. <laughs> <laughs> Just get all the pieces for like three, 3D print. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Every man. piece. 10 years later, Marcel will be like, I researched it for you. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to be like, all my tapes have mold on them now. <laughs> all right. Well, that wraps up the uh, Satanic Spirit Guide. There was one more. Let me do one more. What? Okay. There was one more on the Facebook page. And okay. it said, would you rather... Would you rather? Yes, I don't know who mm-hmm. said it, but we're just gonna say somebody said it. Okay. Would you rather have have sex or be raped? One or the other, by Black Phillip or Rawhead Rex? Black Phillip. Black Phillip is a sexy ass goat. It's got to be Black Phillip. It's got to be. There's no comparison. That's why I said because Black Phillip, you, Black Phillip, you wouldn't know he was inside, whereas Rawhead Rex is like the Incredible Hulk. You would be yeah. torn in two. He would yeah. just yeah, he would fucking flay your asshole like wide open. Marcel is very lost right now. You have a no choice between a you have a choice between a goat, a, a regular beautiful, goat, a beautiful black goat, or a roided gorilla monster. Yeah, what would you choose? Goat. I mean, I defer to Stephanie's judgment. <laughs> Obviously, I love, I black goats. Phillip. I mean, I that sounds kind of smooth and sexy. <laughs> he, so. He's I mean, he's like the devil. I mean, so it's it's, it's, of... it's as close as you can get to animalkingdomblack.com. All right, so. Um, we're going to visit the Coffin of Curiosities. We have such sights to show you.
All right, fellas, welcome back to another edition of Coffin of Curiosities. It's been quite some time since we have done this segment. Sorry to all those people out there who have just been fiending for some new shit to buy. Um, but we're back, and we have some cool things to tell you about. And I'm going to go first. But let's before we do that, let's actually explain what Coffin of Curiosity is. Uh, and in case people are like, what the fuck oh, is for, it? Oh, for, oh, the, oh, for let's. the new peeps. Oh, let's. Let's yes. do that. So yeah, Coffin of Curiosities is pretty much, um, you know, we just bring some things to the surface that you may not have heard about as far as like horror collectibles, artists, uh, merchandise, or things that just tickled our fancy, you know, yeah. in some way or another. And we, we tell you about them, where to get them, what they are, etc, etc, etc. So yeah, Coffin of Curiosities. Uh, I think the last one we did was Evil Dead episode, so that was a ways back. Oh, oh man, been a while. Evil Dead, Evil Dead mm-hmm. 2. Um, so that, that was like 47 or some shit like that. So it's been a long time. Um, been a while. We like to highlight no. a lot of um, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you guys are stupid. <laughs> That's my thing, okay? <laughs> so, um, yeah, um, w- this is a cool opportunity for people that run small businesses to hit us up and try to get a plug. And um, we do have a few of those today. We have some big business, big businesses. Um, businesses. <laughs> I, I, did, I did a shot. That was my, I did two shots. So this is when the language yeah. starts, get the heart, starts getting difficult to speak. Steph, I hope you're taking notes because as much shit as he gives you when you introduce no, dude, Jesse uh, is a fucking train no, wreck. Dude, Steph never jumps on it. Never. That's why she's so sweet. I, I wanted to say at the very beginning, like, what fucking voice are you doing? Because that's not your natural voice. Okay, John. Okay, guys, we're going to do a segment right now. This is my Jesse normal speaking voice. When I'm <laughs> that's why I speak on my work. Shut up. I'm trying to be professional. <laughs> John, my lips were real dry, all right? <laughs> Oh my god, I gotta make him wet. (laughs) (laughs) And we're back. (laughs) All right. It's a little Uh, fun. It's a little fun. It's a little fun. (laughs) Melissa's not here. It's my time. Uh, John, you're the best. All right, so yeah, the first one I have up is Trick or Treat Studios. Uh, They do a lot of. um, You may not have heard of them before. You may not have. Uh, (laughs) No, but seriously, may not have. Um, they do a lot of like horror masks and shit like that. They're pretty big. Um, and but, quality masks. But too. they are doing a Gremlins Evil Stripe, which is from Gremlins 1, Stripe, 28 inches tall, and he's a puppet. Did you see that, John? It is fucking amazing. It's amazing. Amazing. Well, how much? 200. It's That's a, not too big. The pre order is up right now, and it's $199.99, mm-hmm. and it comes out in August and September. It but is worth every penny. It looks exactly like them. It's amazing. I'm fucking getting that shit. Don't be like this. It's amazing. Yeah. Steph already approved, so yeah, I guess you're I, right. I, I want, anything Gremlins, I'm on board, man. And, and the on thing, board. Well, I mean, I'll probably get that later on, but the one they have coming out, um, at the same time, they have the Mogwai stripe from Gremlins 1, the little like furry one. He's 10 inches tall, and he's $69.99. He's coming out at the same time, um, August, September area, something like that. Oh, Sorry. Uh, but they have a gizmo available right now, the regular gizmo, $69.99. Yeah. 10 inches. It- Pretty fucking cool. I cool. got um, my They Live mask I got from them. The uh, Halloween 3 pumpkin skeleton witch got them from there. You're shorty. Tons of good stuff. I will advise you that if you're going to buy something from these guys and you see that they have hair, the character has yeah. hair on it, you probably might not want to buy that fucking mask because when they come, they the hair's weird. kind of right? just like, like down. hot glue a terrible wig onto it and it's uh. not like styled. So, I mean, if you have skills with like wigs and you can restyle with product or something like that, then that's a go for it. But yeah, um... When I got the They Live mask, I had to do some serious shit to that to make the hair look like... We had to, like, comb it and stuff, yeah, like, it was... I was just, it came right. looking terrible. Yeah, yeah. look at like my buddy doll or something. <laughs> so, yeah, Trick or Treat Studios. Um, you find them on Instagram, and you can go to the website, trickortreatstudios.com, and you can put the pre-order in now for that if you want. Um, 
I'm definitely gonna get the fucking stripe that man. It's well, well worth it. Next up, I have um, this the, um, soundtrack for Castlevania uh, two and three from Mondo. Uh, Mondo. I mean, pretty much everybody knows about. It. I was surprised when I was doing um, Instagram Live last night how many people never heard of Mondo that were on there because they saw that I posted a little like um, snippet of the soundtrack and like, where right. the fuck did you get that from? So I told them. So there was like six people. So I figured, you know what? I'm gonna mention it on. Um, they are kind of a, a, a niche though. But I mean, what they do with like vinyl collections and stuff yeah. like that, and a little bit of collectibles, but it's very specific. So unless you have something that's in your wheelhouse, it's gonna and they do advertise. And what they do is very limited. So like a lot of the times, if you if you don't like really try to get something when they put it out, you're gonna pay yeah. triple for it yeah. on fucking uh, eBay. But they do prints, they do clothing, they do toys, they do soundtracks now. They're putting out quite a bit of um, old video game music onto vinyl, and I was just listening to um, yeah, Castlevania have, 3. They have a Sega Genesis over. collection, yeah. Yeah, Streets of Rage, um, what, Shinobi. Shinobi 3. Bunch of cool stuff. Hang um, on. So yeah, I got um, Castlevania 2, Simon's Quest. It was a 10-inch. It was 20 bucks. Uh, I got the blue and green splatter vinyl. It has There's only nine tracks on it. It's, it's like a shorter, but that's all the tracks from the actual video game pretty short but the castlevania 3 dracula's curse one is actually on two 12 inch um 180 gram uh vinyl discs um it was 30 dollars. i got the orange with uh splatter and the artworks by this really fucking talented artist and the the artwork for part three is really really good um you can take it out and look at it uh say i can't want to fucking butcher his name sachin tang um i was familiar with him through uh juxtapose magazine um, but you can check him out. He's like that actual artist is on Instagram, Sachin Tang. It's S A C H I N T E N G. His stuff's it's really fucking cool. But they're gonna be putting out the Castlevania Four soundtrack next, and that's what I'm like most excited. That's about. the Super Nintendo. Super game, Nintendo. Yeah. It's gonna be hard. Um, uh, Mondo is on Instagram. Mondo Tees, um, and their website's just I believe their website's the same thing. MondoTees.com. Because I, I think that's what they started out doing. It was like T-shirts and then they posters. Kind of, like, branched off from there yeah um if you see something you like on their website and it's been sold out for a while uh black friday they do a massive sale and they pull a lot of the stuff out of their archives to sell but it sells out within like 20 fucking minutes but yeah. if you have your heart set on something i've seen the pictures that they yeah. show like people actually in store buying stuff from there and, and it's like a line of fat nerds yeah like really fat nerds <laughs> like, <laughs> oh like they look like they're unbathed unshaved and unsha- and so you're, what you're saying unchained. is it smells like a hoagie in there yes yeah Ugh. Yes. All right. Next up, I have Bedlam Supply. This is a smaller company that are on. Uh, I found them through Instagram. Mm-hmm. Seth got me something that was originally meant for my birthday, but then I broke my foot and we canceled our birthday plans. Yeah. She got me a little. Um, it's called like horror garland. So mm-hmm. it's basically like little cutouts from like a particular movie, um, strung up like just garland. Yeah. And this the one I got you is from Halloween Three. Correct. This is your fave. It's the best. Um, but they have a bunch of other ones on there. They have like a um. We said Halloween 3, they have an 80s-inspired Halloween mask one, which is like old Ben Cooper Halloween mm-hmm. masks. That, I was um, going to get that the, one, yeah. too, and I, I couldn't decide. The plastic decide. ones. Those things, I have so much nostalgia for them. Yeah. Like, the Ben Cooper masks, I, I want to have them all again, just so I can just have the boxes on my wall and never wear them, <laughs> but just look at them. And they're good next to your beta tapes and your laser discs. And my so cool. like, The design for those boxes is awesome. Yeah. The whole package is awesome. Like, that's back when things were packaged in a certain way. I, I don't I don't know how to describe without sounding like a nerd, but they're just like very presentable. Yeah. And when I went to freaking uh, Impact Thrift in uh, Feasterville, they fucking had them. They had six of them behind the counter, and I was like, "How much are they?" Because I'm gonna buy all of them right now. And she said, "They're not for sale. You have to bid on them." 
the silent oh, auction. They had the hype. Yeah, the silent what? auction. I just started pissing all over a <laughs> fucking table. I was like, this is bullshit. <laughs> I was like, where's the where's the thing at? Where's the book at? So I signed up. I signed up for it, but I never heard. That back. was like that market we went to and went to that toy store, and they're like, yeah, everything behind the counter there, not for sale. Oh, oh my like, god, why do you even have it here then? Yeah, yes. why do you even where have it here? Where the fuck were we? Wasn't that the at place like in Colum- Jersey? Columbus, oh, okay. right? Columbus. That guy had the best stuff, and I was like, oh, I want that bogle, not for sale. Ooh, what about that gremlin toy? Not for sale. I'm like, <laughs> why, why even have it yeah, here? Yeah, what is this? Just you, get it the fuck out of my sight. Because you see what you're doing to my wiener right Jeez. now? Walking yeah. around in here with a boner, looking at all your cool stuff, and then you just say, <laughs> no, you can't have that, but you can buy that spawn figure over there. And I'm like, I don't want the spawn figure because spawn's stupid. <laughs> Fucking asshole. But back to Bedlam Supply. Um, She's really cool. Uh, she has uh like pill tins that she does with mm-hmm. like horror insignia on it. Um, She does prints. She does buttons. She has her stores on... um. Etsy, so it's Bedlam Supply Co. Etsy.com. You can find her on Instagram, Bedlam Supply Co. Um, check her out. Yeah, she does tons and tons and tons of stuff. The funny one, the, did you see the Burbs uh, horror garland that they no. did? Oh my god, it's the best. Because it has like Tom Hanks is like the centerpiece for it, like big Tom Hanks face, and it's got like art. And what the fuck's the dude's name that says the, all the quotes we love? God oh, damn it, god. I'm blanking on him. I don't remember his fucking name. He, yeah, he, he's in it. Uh, but yeah, it's really cool. Really, really cool. So check out Bedlam Supply. And I got. Two more here real quick. Um, Steph got me this next one for my birthday. Yes. Birthday, right? Mm-hmm. It was the best. Um, Monstars put out um, three... Um, it's almost a four-inch figure of um, the creep show Father's Day. Oh, yeah, little, yeah, like, yeah. zombie guy, and he's holding like the little head cake. And this is for the nerds out there, so I'm going to do my nerd voice for it. It's got nine points of articulations on the figure, <laughs> so you can really position it in the way that you feel is... Is really fitting of the characters. It's got a hinged jaw. It's got a cake accessory that comes with it. And it, it's a pretty good deal when you think about nine points of articulation. Not many figures have nine points. Usually, if you're lucky, you get four. But nine? <laughs> it's pretty crazy. I mean, it's, it's fucking crazy. I have mine set up. No, I don't have it set up because it's still in the box. No, because so really, it might be in the box on the wall. I'll never open it, and I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't really care about the articulations because I'm not opening it. But if you do plan on bringing it in the tub with you, perhaps <laughs> you'll be able to do a lot of cool stuff. You know, you can pose them in many ways. Uh, the website, it, I'm gonna get out of that. Okay. <laughs> uh, what, uh, my, my, I feel like I smoked a blunt or something. My mouth's all cotton mouth. But I didn't. That's what happens when you like host a little bit. Um, I know it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> the website you can buy from is uh, amuktime.com, and it was yeah, like 19.99. And they're, apparently they're doing like all the creep show yeah. characters. They got a lot of awesome stuff on that site. I don't know if I believe that or not though, because this creep show character was up on the website for pre-order for like fucking four years. I feel it like. was a long time because I was like, I want this, and then I like next thing I know, five years passed and I still wanted it and I didn't have it yet. Yeah. How did you get that in there, John? I tried to put my can in there. And it was it, so tight. It stretches. Tight. Damn. It was just so tight. It's a tight fit. Couldn't get in there. You gotta work it in a little <laughs> bit. It's the tightest. I tried, to, I tried to shove it in there, but I couldn't. It was just too tight. All right. So, and then I thought it would be fun for our last item today, and Steph will do one, and John will do one. That we're gonna do a throwback item, something nostalgic that we used to collect when we were kids. And so for my item, I picked Monster in My Pocket. Do you remember these things, John? I do, but I don't think I ever had any. Really? I, I didn't have any. Well, they're they're little, little plastic figurines, right? little plastic figurines. Yeah, like muscle men almost, but they were just monsters. Do you, I re- think, do you remember I, them, Marcel? I grew up in an Amish closet with a oh, Bible okay. and a candle. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, uh, no Jessie, pop culture. My toy was a pillow filled with straw. 
accurate. I mean, it's probably you better. Were there. It's probably better for you that way because then you're not materialistic, so you don't spend all of your disposable yeah. income on shit. She's that like, you'll you never guys open. just waste your life buying shit. It's not important. And me and John are like, yeah, we do, and it's the best. <laughs> do you remember them stuff? Did your cousins no, have I don't, them? No, I don't remember those at so, all. So yeah, they were just um, yeah, like we said, they're kind of. You remember Muscle Men though, right, Steph? The oh, little like. I honestly only know them because you've showed me them. Okay. I well, don't. I have a couple of them now. Yeah. Anyway. So yeah, they're just little collectible guys or whatever. They came out, Matchbox released them in 1989, um, similar to Muscle Men, similar to Trash Bag Bunch, which I know John's familiar with them. They had like a werewolf, um, troll, zombie, Bigfoot, Cyclops, yada, yada, yada. There was like 200 plus little little figurines um, that you could get. I'm just I keep holding my fingers up in your face like this. Because I can so you, see that, but the listeners so, can't. So you can see, but you know. He's holding his thumb and forefinger the thing, up, this and they're is about, scale. Two, about yeah. two inches. Two inches. About two inches. Thanks, Thanks this is a scale. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Steph. You're welcome. Um, they were all, the thing I always thought was weird with this, and I never understood this when I was a kid that all the creatures were assigned a point value, but like I didn't understand. Were you supposed the, to trade them with your friends so you could have more points? Well, I was an asshole kid, so what I would do is I would go to my friend's house and I would steal. The ones you didn't have. All their high point value creatures. <laughs> like, oh like the Kraken was like one of the highest creatures oh. you could get. And I didn't have the Kraken, so I was real pissed off. So I stole it. And I went, went home and I felt so guilty about it. And then my friend called because he couldn't text back then. So he'd right. actually call my house and he's like, I can't find my Kraken. Did you steal it? And I was like, no, I don't know where it is. And I was putting it on my little. Because <laughs> <laughs> like you could buy like the Mon- Monster on Pocket had like a mountain. And like it was like a little like just like thin plastic thing and it was like you could put all your monsters in it uh, and hang it on the wall to display them and I was like go right there Kraken <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> man you were a little jerk I know I felt, I felt so bad like even like into my 30s like right now I still feel guilt for yeah. it every time I wake up in the morning I was like I can't believe I still have kids Kraken <laughs> but they, um, they they made like a shitload of series of this thing They in the UK they made one monster wrestlers in my pocket oh. in Argentina they made dinosaur in my pockets and they had made a board game, and I think that's where the point system came into play. Like, they didn't know exactly in the beginning what the significance was going to be of the point system, aside from kids like things that are strong. Right. It's like, did you used to collect <laughs> oh the Marvel God. cards, John, where, like... Oh, yeah, they had, like, the bars on the back of the it. In the back yeah. of it, like, you'd get a card or whatever, and it'd be like, oh, Wolverine, you flip it over, and it's like, agility, stamina, strength. <laughs> oh and you would be like, oh, shit, Wolverine only has, like, five stamina? That's bullshit. Like, Thing Thang Foom has ten. Why? <laughs> I don't understand. Well, that doesn't make any sense. It's bullshit. It was, but kids were obsessed with like stats. Yeah. Kids, kids no, want the I, stats. I get it. I get it. They came up with a board game. They came up with an uh, NES game, which oh, uh, there was an NES game. Hard yeah, shit. That's uh, from all I remember is just hard. They came up with cards, comic books, and a cartoon. And Monster Hunter Pockets. Yeah, mm. nineteen eighty nine. Great toy. Yeah. So I swing it back to you, yeah. Steph. Yeah, I'm yeah, done. I'll, I'll go next. Um, so I just have a couple quick things to mention. And I'm going to start off with uh, mentioning our bud and uh, the artist of our logo artwork, um, Sam Heimer. So that quiet guy, right? That never talks. Yeah, never talks. <laughs> um, so you guys know he he did our logo artwork, and he's uh, based in Philly, and he's amazing. Um, so he recently started, I guess, a little side project where he's making little figures. Um, so you can find it on uh, Instagram. It's H H Toys Inc. I'm going to butcher this name. I think um, Himmelstess. Himmelstas Heimbach Toys. That's mm. what it's called. Um, Sounds but, deep. Yeah, you can find it. So it's actually on his Etsy Etsy shop. Um, it's uh, Etsy.com backslash shop backslash Sam Heimer. And so you can find everything on there. His figures, his prints. Um, but he, um, the first figures that he released were of the uh, the patron saint of Halloween, which was like this little pumpkin head dude with like, these creepy long fingers. Um, and we have one in we have one in a black and one in orange, right? Mm-hmm. We have one of each. Um, and he also released, I think, uh, Glow in the Dark, which I kind of also wanted. 
Um, and then he, he also was releasing one that was candy corn colored. I know. God damn it, I wanted that one too. Um, why are so, these stupid things like, why do you want them so bad? I don't know. It just like, gets into your brain. I don't know. But like the package, like the, the artwork like from the packaging is really cool too. Um, and then so most recently he released uh, Voltar, um, which is fucking awesome. And we got one of those and um, he's holding like a little crystal ball. I don't want to take him out of the package though, because I like. No, the pa- I don't want to take him out of the package I like either. The, I like the packaging. I know he's so cool. Um, the detailing is is amazing, and so um, I'll just give a little bit of detail. So Sam designed that. Um, he designed the character. I want to give everyone credit here where I can. Um, so it was uh, designed by Sam, uh, carved by Igor Dedenko, and the uh, the header art was by Raj Peter- Peterson. And you can find Raj Peterson on uh, Instagram. Um, everything is amazing, and there's like a fortune card that comes with it. Um, it comes with different crystal balls. There's like a glow in the dark ball, like a clear ball, a white ball, like and it's randomly chosen. Um, so yeah. So well, what if you want to collect all the variants? Raj, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You, have to, you have to hit Raj, Sam up for Ra- that. Raj is the grandson of the guy who did the Tales from the Crypt comics. Yeah, I think we did. We mention him already yeah. before. Um, but also, also they were giving, they were doing a giveaway when this first dropped, and there was a fucking black one, a black Voltar with a red crystal ball, and I was like, God damn it, so I want that one. This is what you gotta one. do. You just you, you send a message to Sam and you say, "Listen, Sam, give me that fucking colored one." I swear to God, I want the black one. He'll get, he'll the best. Give it to you. It's the best. He's the best guy ever. Um, yeah. So go on his site. And you can buy some of this shit and then just keep your eyes open. I'm sure he's going to be releasing some more stuff in the future. This stuff's really cool. Yeah. And Sam, you can send the check payable to Say Love Sane Productions for that plug. Yeah. All right. Or just it, give me a black Voltar. That's for, all. And, and Sam, for you, that plug's only 150 dollars. <laughs> yeah. For you, only 150. Um, so, okay, so then I wanted to mention uh, the Crypto Curium, which I'm not sure that we've talked about before. Oh my god, it's so good. Um, and, those guys are, and those guys are like local, right? He's from New Jersey. Oh, fuck New Jersey. Yeah, he's from New Jersey. His Ugh. name is uh, Jason McKittrick, and uh, you can find him on Instagram. I always say New Jersey the, people are the worst. The Crypto Curium. Um, if you go to his site, so there's a lot of really awesome things that he makes. Um, I bought I bought Jesse for his birthday a um, Friday the 13th, Jason, it's seven, right? Friday the 13th, seven? He's over on the side of the fridge. Um, magnet. It's really fucking cool. Really cool. Yeah, really awesome. So he does like magnets, he does wall plaques, um, but he also has a subscription service called the Parcel of Terror. Um, and you get a I want to mo- do that so bad. I do too. It's really awesome. You get a monthly box and it's themed. So recently he had like... Um, uh, HP Lovecraft, uh, Lovecraft themed box. I love box. Lovecraft. Um, some of the boxes um, include T-shirts. Not every one, because I think that that would probably be a little bit crazy. But so, so a several year have T-shirts. But it's like a, it's um, could be like artwork, prints, um, plaques that he's made, uh, magnets. So it's like a whole bunch of shit that you get monthly. I think it's only thirty five dollars a month. Yeah, I was like gonna that. ask how much is it. That that's it. Yeah, thirty five dollars. That's yeah. pretty good. That is a fucking grand spanking yes. deal. Okay. So then the whole point of me mentioning these two guys um, together so, is where they form. Right. So together like they have a project called the Order of the Thin Veil. Um, which is a membership. They form like so, Voltron, like Sam's penis goes into yeah. his butt, and then they form together to the order of the thin yeah. veil. So, and, like, I, and I do, and I actually intend on on, uh, on joining this. Um, I'm not sure which level I need to join yet, though, because I need to figure out exactly what I want. But there are different levels. It's a one year membership um, to the order of the thin veil, and you. Oh, get it's a one year. One year membership. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's a flat rate uh, for one year, and then depending on what level you get, you know, different shit. So there's prints by Sam. Um, there's like a like a plaque um, uh, made by Jason or um, you know the higher the level there's actually like little figurines it's really cool there's like a handwritten like I think horror story Uh, it's just really awesome shit you also get a pin right and then the pin gets you it's like a secret membership gets you in this fucking secret events you show up and you're like I got the pin you get into the event. Nah, dude, it's fucking says it's it on not there. real. I believe it. 
What are these? It says it on there. What are the events? <laughs> I mean, it's I like a glow know. stick rave. <laughs> and uh, listen, I don't care what it is. I want to be a part. I want to be a part of. Something. I always wanted to. If if it was an event where you could eat sushi off of a naked woman, I've always wanted <laughs> well, to do that. Well, they have that, don't they? Eat the sushi off. Um. The naked woman. So just like just an idea. The lowest membership level is uh fifty dollars, and that's the candy corn. And yeah, but it's it for goes a year. up from there. It's for one year. When I first yeah. read that, I thought it was for a month, and I was like, Jesus Christ, oh, no. Sam, relax. <laughs> like a hundred dollars a month, bro. Who's affording that? The highest level is two fifty, but you get a shit ton. You get like this, this like uh, pumpkin dude thing, and this, and this cat statue, and you get all these prints from Sam, and you get a wall plaque. You get a bunch of shit. Yeah. So it, I think it's worth it, and um, you're supporting local artists. I mean, it really so. is worth it, considering that like some of Pam, uh, Pam, some of Sam's prints are like, six, like fifty four, to sixty dollars. Right, yeah, so, alone. Like, yeah. So it's totally worth it. So check them out, and um, you can find the order of the Thin Veil at. Um, Cryptocurium.com, his website. It's all in there. But I will so. say, don't do that unless you're a Patreon member. Be a Patreon member first. <laughs> and, then, you know, and then if you're a Patreon member, maybe, you know, you can get on board with Sam. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. And just and be sure just, you know, to just say hey to Sam and say, hey, the gang at Say You Love Satan sent me. Yeah. So that Sam will give me that black ball tar. Yeah. <laughs> do our bidding. Do our bidding, goddammit. Um, yeah. So I think that's really it for me. Those three I just wanted to mention. Um, but also, okay, so my retro toy. It's not something that I had. It's something that I always lusted over. My fucking parents never bought it for me. And to this day, I still want one. So people, if you're listening, fucking send me one of these things in the mail. I'm going to tell you right now. I want... I'm listen. Pro- the rate I'm going right now, stuff, I'm probably going to be wasted in three hours. <laughs> and I'm going to go on eBay. I'm going to buy this shit out of a retro light bright for you. I know. And the next thing you know, next weekend, it's going to show up and you're going to be so happy. I know, but I didn't even say what it was yet. You just ruined it. Um, Sorry. So- <laughs> you, you just... You literally just stole the thunder. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> and, and, you know, it probably seems so lame, but I always wanted a fucking light bright. Always. I can just picture the song in my head. What light bright, light bright. Turn on the magic of colored lights. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yes. Damn, so, dude. I don't even remember the commercial for Monster in my pocket. I never like had that. a light bright and I always wanted a light Steph, bright. I didn't know you were missing this part of your life. I, I feel know. so bad. I would have gotten it for you. <laughs> God. Yeah. So that's, that's it. That's for me. Light bright. Light bright. Light bright I, I did have a light bright, actually. Well, not me. One of my brothers had a light bright. And I always made fun of him because I was like, that's a girl's toy. But don't you just lose all the little things anyway? All those little but things? But to be fair, my brother that had light bright also had that. He also bought the. Um, the single for I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie yeah. world. What? I'm a Barbie girl. And I was like, you're not my brother. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a, I can't, no. No, 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 no. no. That song was so I was annoying. like, here's good music. And he's like, I'm going to like this and then I'm going to like ICP. And I was like, shit, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm disowned. I was just like, we're gonna just, how can I change my fucking bloodline so it's not the same as yours? Is that oh possible? God. Has science created this? Uh, yet? So I guess I'm next. I, I only have a couple things too. Um, I meant to bring this up in the last Coffin of Curiosity, but I forgot. Uh, the Texas Gas Station. You can find that at the TexasGasStation.com, Instagram Texas Gas Station, and Facebook The Gas Station. Um, I think you should know about this already. Um, this is the famous locale from the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. It's a you know just one scene in the movie, but um, somebody took it over, renovated it, made it into a horror merch shop. Last time I saw it, they were still in the renovation stages, but I haven't seen it since it's been up and running. It's been up and running now for a while, for like at least for at least six, six months or so. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's not only a, a horror merch store when you go in, but they also have like barbecue there every day. Um, it's a campground. There's cabins you can rent there. Oh, so nice. it's kind of like a road trip destination oh if you want to do it. Too. Can we do and, this? And it's not that expensive, <laughs> I don't think. 
Um, they have different types of cabins and stuff. Um, Let's do it. And they also have regular celebrity guests from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre franchise stop oh, in. Sure. They autograph some merchandise. They have. Oh my god! If you go to their website right now, you can actually get some autograph merchandise. Uh, well, Gunnar Hansen's dead. I was going to say Aww. otherwise he could, co- he, well, could, we, he, yeah. could come in your, he could come in your sleeping bag and like Dutch oven for you. <laughs> let, yeah. let Gunnar come snuggle up next to you in your sleeping bag and fart <laughs> for a little bit, and then oh that, that's god. a that's a ten dollar charge. Yeah, but they're uh, they have pictures of their uh, their store, and if you follow them on Facebook, they have a lot of like, awesome. uh, pictures of their store and tons of merchandise in there. So oh my god, dude, I can imagine it's, it's a pretty cool location to go to for also for like horror nostalgia purposes. And then the other person I have was um, Dogzilla Lives, aka Karen Maine. You can find her at etsy.com slash shop slash Dogzilla Lives, Facebook Dogzilla Lives, and Instagram at Dogzilla Lives, and she does these really cool. Um, sculptures made out of polymer clay and they're like flesh toned and they're kind of like uh, they look like they have like a sheen to them but they all, they're all creatures that have like multiple eyes and tentacles and teeth and stuff like that and she makes all these different sculptures for people and she takes commissions oh, nice. and they're if you look at them it's like photorealistic eyes it's like a it's like a flesh toned creature that she made um, a couple of them look like, like little like uh, wormy parasitic organisms that have like multiple teeth and worms and I shit I would love to get someone I would love to get our logo done in like a little figurine like small and be able to like sell them to people it would be yeah. awesome it would yeah. be awesome right be. all the little characters sitting in front of television hell yeah yep yeah <laughs> and those are the two I have um, <laughs> wait so when you said like a sheen does it look like it's wet yeah it looks like it's wet like yeah. wet wet like a wet like, like is it wet like, like the, like the teeth some of the teeth are like translucent on there yeah. I don't know how, I don't know oh, how I she does it I can just picture this it sounds I know awesome you can, look it. It up, you can look it up on Instagram right now exactly some of the stuff well, one, of the, one of the creatures looks like a, like a creature from Super Metroid it's got like multiple eyes and long, elongated teeth and looks like the little um, floating head from uh, Doom yeah actually she does make some stuff that looks like that too. a lot of it looks like HP Lovecraft like Cthulhu Mythos inspired mm-hmm. but um Demon. So I have another, so my nostalgia thing is something I never had as a kid, but I always wanted, but my mom was like, it's too demonic. You can't have it. It was Fireball Island that Milton Bradley made. <laughs> I don't remember the music for that, dude. I, I'm sure it would click in my head. I'm um, going gonna to play the bumpers for um, for all these products in between when we're talking about them. Yeah, the commercial is just like kids trying to like go up this island and they're, they're like basically different caricatures of like Indiana Jones because like it's like. Oh, dude, it's it's hitting in my brain yeah, already. Yeah, it's, like it's, like, it's like a three-dimensional, it's like, you know, one of those like hollow plastic board games where like it's three-dimensional and you're scaling and there's like uh, bridges and stuff and you can knock people off and like there's a I do remember this there's a too. face there's a face at the top of it that shoots like red balls that are fireballs yes. and you can knock the, the people down and like you have to like start over again from where we started and uh the face has like it's like it's got two horns and it's it looks de- it doesn't look demonic but my parents said it's like right, demonic right. you can't buy that shit i was like we really? may, we might need to just make a new segment where we talk about each talk about an old retro toy. Yeah, I like it. Because I can just fucking go on <laughs> and but on. But yeah, if you want one complete, on. I looked on eBay. If you want one complete with all the pieces, it's like 200 plus. Whoa. And I was like, Shah, nah. Unless there's a listener out there that wants to buy it. Yeah, for yeah, me, yeah, but yeah. I'm not going to. Yeah, yeah, is there someone out there that has um, fucking Road Thunder? Is that what it's called? Thunder Road. Thunder Road. Holy shit. I was watching one on eBay and I fucking missed it because I was like cleaning the apartment like a little bitch. Oh, God damn I it. was like cleaning the toilet and I was like, I got real scared and I was like, oh my God, I missed it. And I like <laughs> scrambled in here and like looked at my phone and it was like auction ended. I was like, no. <laughs> it sold for like $30. Aww. I was so sad. <laughs> God damn it! Uh, yeah, I, I didn't remember that game existing, but I looked at it. I'm like, yeah, I probably that's probably something I would have like just over. Yeah. To get. Yeah, the commercial for it was just like giving me goosebumps. But the thing is, like, we never knew how to play it, like as kids. So we would just like we would set it up, 
Or look at it. <laughs> oh no, I watched. <laughs> I watched a um, I watched the video on YouTube of somebody explaining the rule system for about five minutes, and I'm like, this is way too complicated for kids. In oh the my 80s. god, no way. I remember that because we used to we would every like I swear at least once a month, it was me and Mike. Mike had it, and uh, Mike has been on the podcast before. Yeah. We would set it up. And we would just stare at it. <laughs> and we would take the instruction book out and try to figure out what we were supposed to do and be like, no. you, you want to go watch a movie? <laughs> and I'd be like, this, this game's the best. Though, isn't oh it? I mean, is this game the best? The video I watched was a guy like, it's, this car is a buggy and it's got a power of five. So when you roll damage against it, you have to, you add five to your roll. And I'm like, already it's too complicated. Yeah. <laughs> too complicated for kids in the and, 80s. And they show like five-year-old kids playing it. And they, yeah, right, dude. Yeah, yeah this, no. What's we, your attention span? Like, shut. This is how we played. We got our hands on the car and we went, and he's dead. <laughs> Here comes the helicopter. So basically a Michael Bay movie. There's a lot of saying. spit. Yeah. <laughs> it comes over here and goes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's everything. Yeah. That's it. Okay. It is time for trailer trash. Is it a nightmare? Phantasm. Is it an illusion? Phantasm. Is it an evil? Take me home. What, what? No questions. You must take me home. Phantasm. Is it a fantasy? scare you. You're already dead. Phantasm. And now we're pleased to bring you our feature presentation. Our feature presentation is Phantasm from 1979. 
which was a Patreon submission by our best bud, Nicolette. Nicolette. Nicoletti. Nicoletti. Oh, my little granddaughter, Nicolette. <laughs> um, so it had a budgie of 300000 and it grossed $12 million. Oh, Holy balls. fucking God diggity damn. That's a lot of fucking money. God. He was like, oh my fucking God. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I made so much of Moolah. All right. Um, so we have some taglines. We have quite a few taglines. Um, if you're looking for horror that's got balls, it's found you. It's so punny. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not like a punny movie at no. all. So it like, doesn't no. go with it. No. This ball wants to play with you for keeps. <laughs> that is the worst. I feel like you should say that in the gauge voice. Oh, oh, say that? Yeah. yeah. What was it again? This ball wants to play with you this for keeps. This ball wants to play with you for keeps. For keeps. If this one doesn't scare you, you're already dead. That one's cool. Yeah. But the thing, they, they try to play up the ball a lot, but like the ball's not really prominent, oh, that prominent in this no, movie. Yeah. Absolutely not. Like, <laughs> and nobody acknowledges the ball throughout this no, entire no. movie. They're, they're like, yo, dude, did you see that weird ball flying down hallways? That's crazy, right? And he's <laughs> like, nah, we don't speak of it. <laughs> well, he's like, I got this finger, but like that thing that I saw where like blood splooshed out of that guy's head, like I'm not going to mention to did, my brother. It's not wanna, important. Didn't you just want to see that over and over and over yes. again? Yes. Like just this blood, blood, blood fountain? Blood splooge. Yes. They should have called this movie Blood Splooge. I just had that fucking ball just doing it like 24 yeah. 7. <laughs> All right, the next one also has a ball. <clears throat> beware the ball. Beware the tall man. Beware the never dead. I love that one. I, like I, like, that one I too. think that's the one that's yeah. the, yeah. the best. It's fucking great. It's the best. And finally, where the dead are, are no longer that way. That way. <laughs> you know, the way. You know, like, the dead way. They don't have any, like, homosexual, yeah. like, yeah. dead. Is that what it is? <laughs> We've cleansed them of those impure thoughts. No, not yeah. the, no. these dead aren't that way, okay? Yeah, not that They're way, just guys. Not. Not. Just, don't, don't, just, go, don't be that way. Don't go, <laughs> don't go down that road. All right, so it's directed by Don Coscarelli. Um, he directed The Beastmaster, uh, the Phantasm uh, series what all of them through four uh bubba hotep bubba hotep i'm gonna say is probably his best movie and john dies at the I'll, end i'll agree with that i even love it I more than phantasm i need to rewatch bubba hotep it's got everything it's it, it's cohesive okay mm-hmm. which this movie is it cohesive up for debate <laughs> <laughs> it is yeah. it's great editing it's great acting it's got bruce campbell great acting in this movie up for mm. debate. Uh, <laughs> everything in this movie is up for debate. <laughs> Whereas, like, if you watch Boba Hotep, it's pretty much unanimous that it's a great movie. I mean, yeah. what happened in this movie? That's also up and, for debate. <laughs> <laughs> what was the plot? Up for debate. <laughs> what were those dwarfs doing? They said slaves, but I don't know what what particular slaves. Slaves have things that they do, and I don't know what these slaves were doing right. besides walking in a desert. I know. <laughs> for two point three microseconds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're slaves. They're dwarf slaves. <laughs> and I was like, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, music by uh, Fred Myro. And let's see, he worked on Scarecrow, Soylent Green. Soylent Green. It's people. People. Spoilers. It's a sweaty Heston. Yeah. Uh, Phantasm 2 and 3 and Plan 10 from Outer Space. Ugh. Movie's garbage. Special effects by Paul Pepperman. <laughs> <laughs> I like that name. Oh my god, you know that's how he said it to every time I went to a meeting. Hello, gentlemen. 
Let's commence the meeting with Paul Peppermint. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's a pseudonym. Yeah, I'm um, sure it was by probably like Don Castro. Well, or he somebody. had no other special effects credit, so he's not a real person. That's I'm what pretty I'm sure say. it's not. Mm, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, cast a Michael Baldwin as Mike. This okay. This is really funny to me because Michael Baldwin as Mike. But like they never say Baldwin. But is he real Baldwin? Like, is it another Baldwin? I don't know, but his first name is an A. He doesn't look like a Baldwin. A. I found no relation to the famous Baldwin. Oh, good. Okay. Oh, you looked, you looked it up? That's probably a I good did. thing for him, because they're, they're a little crazy. I was like, God damn, another Baldwin? Does this one have HIV? And you know him from the Phantasm oh, series. Never mind. Sorry. Who has, ba- who has HIV in Baldwin's? Sheen. <laughs> That's, That's what I said, but you missed it. Oh, sorry. I said that was a Sheen. I messed it up. Ah. Uh, but it was just crickets. Bill Thornberry <laughs> as Jody. And you, he was also got, only in the Phantasm series. I got massive Atreyu vibes from this kid. Because what, I didn't, the little kid or the big kid? Mike or, J- or Jody? I'm talking about Jody right oh, now. Oh, I'm sorry, Mike. Yeah, Mike, Mike, Mike I get. Yeah. Yes, uh, and that's another thing I have a problem with, the names. Because I was writing notes for this movie, and I've seen this movie a bazillion times. You wrote Mike for the other guy. Uh, yes. Me too. Mike for Jody and Jody for yes. Mike. I felt like... <laughs> no, I, I wrote Tommy a bunch of times for Mike. And I'm like, why is the, Tommy's in the scene for one like, moment? To me, Mike should have been Jody, and Jody yeah. should have been Mike. I don't know why, but it was like my brain just needed to be that way. Yeah, I did the same thing. I had to go back and cross out all my mics and write Jody I, over I'm them. like, oh, look, I'll show you where my notes come. It's the same fucking thing, dude. Okay, this is my other favorite thing, though. Reggie Bannister as Reggie. Yeah. He played himself. He played himself. Why is he an ice cream man? Why does he is, have a really long ponytail? Did an ice cream truck ever look like that? Oh my god, it was a great ice cream truck. In the history I, of ice cream trucks, how are you serving people like that? Like I would have wanted to see one seat of him serving ice cream like out of that a truck. It looked like a fire truck from 1925. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. He repainted white and yeah, and he touched kids. Mm-hmm, to yeah, get, mm-hmm, I, yep. that, I don't yeah. understand. Reggie, yeah, it was you're weird. weird. It was weird. He's weird. And he wore that weird white. Didn't he wear like a white suit? To hide all the cum from touching the kids. <laughs> oh like God. if you're wearing all white, people can't tell if you're like drenched in cum. And so he was also in, so he was in the Phantasm series, Wishmaster, Bubba Hotep, and Song of the Dead. Yeah. Yeah. And then finally, Angus Scrim as the tall man. Um, and he was in the Phantasm series, Scream Bloody Murder, Witch's Brew, Chopping Mall. And let me just tell you before I'm going to interrupt Wait. you, he's a sweetheart. Subspecies, subspecies. I know we say that weird, don't I? Subspecies. Yeah. Wishmaster and Mind Warp. Why is he a sweetie? Because I met him at a bar convention. He was the nicest guy ever. Kara got like a picture with him, and he like gave her like a big bear hug. Oh, I've seen that picture. But he was like a lot older. Was he like was he like a tall grandpa? He was a kaiphotic grandpa. Yeah. Yeah. He was like hunched over, and he wasn't tall anymore because he was like curvy. Yeah. He was he was he was curvy man. He wasn't tall man anymore. Scoliosis man. man. He's like osteo. Kyphonic man. And he was like, he tries to lay in bed and he just kind of like teeters back and forth because his spine's like a C. Poor, 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 poor Mm. baby. Poor baby. All right. Formats. Uh, VHS released in 1979 by Nelson Entertainment. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. I never heard of Nelson. (laughs) I'm trying to push it down. The nerds know, though. You don't don't have it? I don't have it. (laughs) I have part twos. In part three, it's not the same as the first one. Though. It's not. It's, oh God! <laughs> Let's not speak of it. DVD first released in 1999 by MGM, and most recently in 2016 by WellGo USA in the remastered format. And oh. you know who's responsible for that? No. To JJ Abrams. That's right. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Bad robot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blu-ray released in December 2016 by WellGo USA in the remastered format. But the thing I don't understand is with the remaster, 
if you're gonna if jj abrams is gonna go back with don consorelli consorelli i always say his fucking name wrong why don't you just put the fucking scenes that you cut out initially back into it and make it what you wanted it to envisioned it to be yeah. to begin with? It depends on how the elements have survived. Fucking stupid. Yeah. Stupid. You can watch some of the deleted scenes on the Blu-ray and some of them well, have like audio issues. A and lot stuff of the like trailers that. that they use, they use that scene that you talked about when he's like, you think when you die, you go to hell, you come to us. It's like in all the trailers. So like people saw those trailers and like that's fucking balls to the wall. Amazing. But it wasn't in the movie. It wasn't in the movie. And then they were like, what well, the fuck's this? It's a big letdown. How many times are you going to go back and forth this mausoleum? How many times? <laughs> How many fucking goddamn times? Hopefully they have a high break because <laughs> are just wasting gas. <laughs> and, then you, and then you find out that that entire hallway was made of fucking marble wallpaper. But was, was it real? It? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which is which is a, a metaphor for this fucking movie. Yeah, it looks really good on the outside. It looks, that looks but then so once good. you go inside, and, and then the inside is wallpaper and fucking balsa wood. Oh. Yeah. Okay, and then digital rent or own through Amazon and iTunes, and it's also available on Shutter, which is how I watched it. Um, and the box set should be out April eleventh. Which is $80 and it has everything in it. Up Which, it's a Ravager. I don't know why you'd buy that, but you know. Not for that price, cool. but I'm waiting for the price drop, but yeah. I mean, because like, let's be honest, like the third one is okay. The fourth one's garbage. The fifth one's garbage. The second one's good. So basically two of them are good. Two, two movies. I yeah, would second. only want to own the first and the second, mm. but okay. you know, I know there's nerds that love the third one. But anybody that tries to tell me the fifth one's good, holy god, that movie was garbage. That's the most recent one that it, they put Ravager, out. Ravager, yeah. yeah. I tried to watch it and I was like, this movie, oh god, oh my god. Was Scrim actually in that or did they just use elements for him? Oh, he's in it. Oh, he's in it? Yeah. He's in it. I got some trivs. Uh, Don Coscarelli. He did that movie and then he saw how bad it was and he just died. <laughs> oh god. Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> he just heard like a and he shit himself and he just died. Don, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> Don Coscarelli rented all of the filming equipment used to make this movie, um, always on Fridays, so he could use it all weekend and return it on Mondays because he was a cheap bastard. I'm sorry, I added that. Uh, all the while, only actually having to pay one day's rental on the equipment. Oh my God, was his last name Steinberg? <laughs> what are you trying to imply, Jess? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, although being very tall, standing at six feet four inches, that's not that tall considering that that's how tall you are, Jessup. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's tall. But I, I would, he looks much taller than that. In the because movie. they give him fucking yeah. height, like platform boots. Yeah. Angus Scrimm. And they wore, give him like a, a suit that's meant for like a four year old. Yeah. Suit. And it's like. I mean, if you could just keep talking and just, just talk over the trivia that we're just about to tell <laughs> it's you. It's like this, dude. It's like wearing a suit that it's goes. Like the sleeves yeah. go to your elbows and you're yeah. like, this is a normal suit and you're walking down the street. <laughs> like, um, yeah. So Angus Scrimm wore suits several sizes smaller and boots with lifts inside that added three inches to his height. And in some scenes, he was on a soapbox. Mm. So he was towering over people. When, yeah. he, when he was outside the ice cream truck and like wafting the Choco Taco fumes mm. to his face. Choco Taco. <laughs> it was really weird. <laughs> it is really weird. Slash got me horny. The mansion used for the exterior shots of the mausoleum was also seen in Burnt Offerings from 1976. Oh, that, and that a, good. a View to Kill from 1985. <sighs> Don Coscarelli took the title Phantasm from the works of Edgar Allan Poe. It is a term frequently used by Poe in his writings. And he's like, I don't know what it means, but it sounds cool, right? It I like it. like a shitty condom brand to me. Or like one of those like, male enhancement pills that you find at 7-Eleven. A phantasm. It's, like it's not really like for a small penis, but it's not a magnum either. It's for the man that's in between. Phantasm for the nocturnal emissions. <laughs> yeah, oh my God. I need yes. to get that then. <laughs> um, the dwarves were played by children. Oh man. I wanted- and not crushed people, nope. as you might think huh, from the man, movie. Weird. I wanted yeah. it to be midgets. Uh, the ball scenes, the quote-unquote ball scenes, were simple special effects. 
The sphere was thrown from behind the camera by a baseball pitcher, and then the shot was printed in reverse. The ball attaching itself to the man's head was filmed by sticking it on his head, then pulling it off and printing the shot in reverse. Mm -hmm. Baseball Mm -hmm. pitcher isn't like, you know, I I pitched the ball in high school once. Yeah. (laughs) It was like Donald Trump. He's like, I'm great at all sports. Let me do it. All sports, I'm great at. Oh, my God. No one is better than me. (laughs) He's the best in all of New York. Tremendous. (laughs) Tremendous athlete. That's this coach that was the coach once. Yeah. And he'll tell you it's true. (laughs) (laughs) The coffin that Mike sees the tall man lift by himself and shove back into the hearse was made out of balsa wood. No shit. And, <laughs> empty wood. You know, I thought it was made like pizza boxes. Like, <laughs> I thought I saw it like dominoes on the back of it. I was like, <laughs> they didn't paint it thick enough. Um, it was empty and had a rope on the side facing away from the camera to make it easier to handle. The rope can be briefly seen as the tall man lifts up the coffin. Mm. Uh, Don Coscarelli. He still struggles with it. He's like, God damn, they didn't make this light enough. (laughs) (laughs) It's awkward. (laughs) Uh, Don Coscarelli got the idea of the tall man's living severed finger while drinking from a styrofoam cup. He punched his finger through the bottom and started moving it. Oh, is that how that works? He loved the visual effect of it and decided to include it in the story. He's a fucking simpleton. Guys, he was like, (laughs) Like he was like, wait, I think I have some yellow mustard in the room. I was going to say, it doesn't explain where the mustard (laughs) came from. No, no, no. He was eating fucking goddamn huevos rancheros and he's like, look at all that yolk. And then he put put his finger through the egg and he's like, oh, it's a special effect right now. Oh my god. Don't waste the dippy egg. Whoever is ranch Never waste me. that yolk. You gotta get all the yolk. God help me if I have to see you eat them anytime soon. So. <laughs> I just can't. I can't fucking I can't bear it anymore. The stone looking interior of the mausoleum was actually constructed of plywood and marble colored plastic contact paper. Never, you could never tell. <laughs> <laughs> like you would need a forensic scientist in there to, ver- to verify that because to me that was legit fucking it was marble. It was real marble. It looked like a Greek fucking goddamn museum yeah. in there. O- oddly enough, it's the best actor in this entire <laughs> <laughs> it's believable. Uh, <laughs> pull one over on me. <laughs> I'll make these luxurious halls. <laughs> I wanted to like rub my and finger the down. Oscar goes to the marble corridors and Phantasm. <laughs> they, they push it up like wheels. <laughs> the, the fucking drawers start opening and closing. It's like talking. I I worked really hard on this. Thank you so much. <laughs> Except, <laughs> accepting the Oscar for the marble floors and then they come back from backstage you're like no you're reading the wrong person you're reading the wrong person <laughs> it's supposed to be reggie's hair <laughs> um jj abrams co-writer and director of star wars episode seven the force awakens uh, revealed in an interview published in entertainment weekly that he came up with the name of the of the captain phasma character after seeing its chrome design it reminded me of the ball and phantasm that was his direct quote. No. Apparently it did. Yeah. That's a reach. Okay, and then finally. That's a reach around. The alien dwarves bear a strong resemblance to the Jawas of Star Wars, but the design for the dwarves was already completed before Star Wars Sha- episode. Nah. Nah. Four. I don't, right? There's no, no way. A new hope. Yeah. Yeah. I don't shen it. I don't. Mm-mm. Um, I don't I don't, like bl- it. I don't believe it. I don't buy it. I don't buy this it. This movie is completely all up on Star Wars dick. You think like so? this movie wanted to be like a Star Wars, like a like a sequel. I you believe so? it. <laughs> what does he do? What does fucking what does the scrim do when stupid ass Mike's he's messing up the lawn in the cemetery by riding his his motor scooter on it and he goes like this? <gasps> oh, use of the force. Use the force. Yeah. I didn't think that of it that way, but it's, yeah, he goes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the force guys he throws him. I was like, what the fuck is that? And what does he do with this? Sense. When he's wafting, he's using the force 
to waft the ice cream fumes into his nose. <laughs> oh my god. Alright, well that's it for the trivia. And he uses the force to move that little ball around, which there's a ball in fucking Star Wars, is there not? When he's training? But yeah, that, yeah, but that's the, uh, the Jedi. Yeah. But anyway, he stole it from No, him. there's in a new hope. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, when he's, tra- when he's training? Yeah. It's, in the, it's on the Millennium Falcon. So let's get let's just say Coscarelli wanted to be George Lucas. Do you know what talking about Star Wars makes you think of? Star Wars? <laughs> don't, don't fall asleep. <laughs> okay. Um, so let's, let's get into the movie. I could be a backpack while you run. Climb on that hairy vine. I could be a backpack while you climb. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, technically, Steph did a voice there when she was singing. I did. I know, but did you see how she was like I was doing, doing this little doing like. Little dance. So oh, she you're has missing to get it. into it. Yeah. That was like her like built, gearing up. <laughs> All right, so the movie. People having sex in a cemetery, but part guys, one. How are they having sex? No, because it doesn't make they're sense. So no, still. their no. legs are horizontal. Yeah, yeah, their legs are horizontal on the side of the graveyard, but when it cuts to her, she's, she's on top of him. him. It, yeah. it, th- no, the parts don't line up that way. No, people. it doesn't. I mean, I would like to see someone try. And, and already, five seconds into this movie, I have to suspend my disbelief. <laughs> John's like, yeah. suspend it. John's like, I've watched a lot of porno and I've never seen anybody do it that way, no. but I'm interested. <laughs> No, but the guy looks like Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Oh, his mustache. Oh, like, man. I was just waiting for Crosby, Stills, and Nash to start playing. And apparently he had a real intense orgasm because he's like, thanks, baby. No. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> this move. All right. This is like a foreshadowing to the rest of the movie. Every male actor's on Quaaludes in this movie. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're so fucking desensitized. They're just barely saying their lines with their eyes like barely open. <laughs> like glazed over. <laughs> that, that guy, that chick is riding him so hard and he's like, that's great. <laughs> oh, and I cut out the troops. The, the, uh, the boobs in this shot was a body double. She, that actress did not want to show her boobs. Yeah. I was going to say, there are some cutting-edge 1979 breast implants in that yeah. one. Like, go, who knows what they used for breast implants back then? They probably used, like, down pillow filling. <laughs> <laughs> like, they, I don't know what else they'd use. Like, if you're trying to snuggle up to the breast, you can feel the feathers coming out, like, poking, poking you in the face. <laughs> you got to, like, put it in the dryer for 10 minutes to fluff them back up again. <laughs> like, God damn, honey, you need to put some fabric softener on your fucking tits. <laughs> oh I can feel the feathers coming through. It's not natural. <laughs> yeah, so after they do it, she pulls out a dagger and she stabs him. But she's right? al- but she's also wearing high heels in a cemetery. Yeah. Which to me, like you're just gonna be sinking in the mud. Yeah, you would think so. But it doesn't matter because you find out that it's not really right. We'll find out later. She's a yeah. man, man. <laughs> which, which, why Angus Grimm likes to pretend he's a a woman, woman, and and fuck men when he can pretend he's a young man and have sex with women. It's been, he just loves it. And and also, instead of just stabbing them right away when they're vulnerable, just lets them finish first. Yeah. Insides. He's like, he puts, I mean, basically, he lets all these guys put their penis in his old man butthole. Uh, <laughs> essentially what is happening. He I mean, it. I mean, yeah. He loves yeah. it. I mean, who's the judge, right? Phantasm. <laughs> Off the butt. And already you're like, you're in for a treat in this yeah. movie. And it's like five seconds in. Yeah. And like, what else happens in the end? And uh, presumably some amount of time goes by because it's the next day and it's daylight and we're having the funeral for the person we just saw just get stabbed. Right. Mm-hmm. Tommy, and Tommy, who killed himself. He, who killed himself by stabbing himself in the abdomen, apparently. Right. <laughs> With the dagger. But we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like um, I didn't know he was like a samurai warrior and he like fucking besheeted himself. Like, <laughs> he just fucking well, like, went to the cemetery and besheeted bladed. Like, uh, zeke, uh, uh, uh. It's like, no, it doesn't happen. Also, which is a common theme in this movie, 
Is there any other place to hang out in this movie to have sex other than in this fucking cemetery? No, no, because Angus Scrim turns into a woman and he goes to the bar and then he brings his fucking his his lore back to the fucking thing. But when it flashes between the woman's face and Angus Scrim's face, there's not much difference between like between the faces besides like a little makeup. <laughs> like it looks like the same person. A blue eyeshadow. Yeah, yeah. I, like it could have just been Angus Scrim like wearing like eyeshadow, <laughs> right? Like or wearing sixties porn makeup oh to God. me at least. So yeah, it shows um Jody and Reggie at the Morningside Cemetery. Yes. And Reggie is to me Reggie looks like Champ <laughs> from fucking Again, yes. uh from uh Anchorman yeah. mixed with uh Dio cuz yes, he's got the fucking the Why do dudes do that? I don't know. Why does he do that? He still has that haircut to this I, day. I think I think if you have a sweet ponytail like that it's hard to it's hard to let go. Like, Denial. it's just yeah. strange. Like, I mean, it, there was a style like that back then, and, and and I'm assuming women were on board. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, but no, they must weren't. Been. They were know. never I mean, on we're board. Talking about <laughs> no one asked women about anything back then. <laughs> yeah, but I'm talking, we're talking about the... <laughs> that's, that's 100% true. <laughs> <We're talking> about, <laughs> no, he's like, you like this, right? No, no, I don't like it. You like it, though, right? We're talking about... <laughs> no, 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 no. All right, guys, you do like it. All right, listen. <laughs> we're talking about the era of porn where, like, any amount of hair you had on your body, no matter what location, you just grew out. That's true. That is the era of porn right, we're talking about. Uh, and and to get and to go back off the let's to, to just kind of sync up all the pieces here, I purchased on Blu-ray Taboo, which is like a nineteen seventies, late nineteen seventies porno. Early eighties, yeah. Yeah. And Jesus Christ, okay. Is that's all I'm gonna say. There, there are a lot of hairy buttholes in there. There is hair like It's there, unbelievable. There is hair that is just like unprecedented. <laughs> and watching people have sex, it's like these people have never had sex before because they do moves that don't look pleasurable to anybody. It's, it's like it's like a guy making his tongue really stiff and just poking it into a woman. Like yeah. it's not any soft yeah. rubbing. It's and, just like bam, 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 bam. And the woman's like, <laughs> but for, and for some reason, everyone is spreading really dry vaginas wide oh, open. Oh yes. my god, the driest uh, vaginas! Is really dry. No one looks stimulated except for the guy. <laughs> and, and sometimes the guys are questionable, but the angles are also not flattering because, no. like, the guy, the camera guy will just put a camera right up the guy's asshole, and they're kind of like looking at like the taint. And then looking at the pussy, but then you see just a ball slapping. So much butt hair, hair. Yeah. just yeah. so much butt hair. Yeah. And the main kid in it, Steph said, looked like a sloth. <laughs> he Steph, looks like a sloth. Steph's like that kid looks like a sloth, and I just started cracking up laughing because he does. He looks like a fucking sloth. It's weird. And uh, but that movie's also a national treasure. We, well, we didn't finish it yet. Well, it was just like well, we like, didn't get through it. Yeah, I mean, you only, you only got through it for well, the five minutes. Yeah, five minute increments. I got home from work one night, and I got a bunch of DVDs in the mail, and Steph's like, oh. I was like, you want to watch something? She's like, yeah, let's watch Taboo. I was like, dude, that's not a movie you just put in to relax. Like, that's, like, that, that, that's like a beer movie. Like, okay? that's not like, I'm not just trying to sit here like, and, de- and decompress from work watching a lot of ass muscles. Like an hour and a half. So we put it in for like 20 minutes. I'm like, I can't anymore with this stuff. I just can't do it. Yeah, so and did. watching the guys. Okay, one more thing. I'm sorry. Dude, there's, a lot to, there's a lot to talk about from this. Fucking, that's why I want to yeah. actually do a, I want to do a, like an uh, actual episode where we, we talk about to. a porn movie yes. because there's so much yeah. to talk about. But also the thing I th- I found a, a, like just amazing is when a woman is giving a man a blowjob in these in these older porn movies, the man always has like the tendency to cradle the woman's head <laughs> like against his abdomen yeah, like, like this. Side. So he's like holding her head and her head's not really moving up and down. It's just kind of like this. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> and he's like holding her head like he's like sh- 
shining a bowling ball before, <laughs> before like he's gonna throw it down the it's lane. So weird. He's just like this. I'm like, what is that? That doesn't feel good. Like, <laughs> it's bizarre. Yeah. Everything about it's bizarre. All right. All right I mean, it's a movie about incest. Yeah. All right. So vinegar syndrome. Put it out on Blu-ray. So yeah. you might want to check it. Check out. Check it out, guys. Yeah. Drink some they beer do actually and do, watch that's it. That's not the only one. They have a lot of. I mean, obviously they made like five taboo movies, mm-hmm. but they do actually have a lot of porn from vintage porn. I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm kind of love '80s porn right now. Yeah, I do. It's just something about it. It's it's just. Was it inspirational? No, it's not. It's not. <laughs> it, it, it doesn't do anything for me, but it's just it's just great. It's great to watch. It's like <laughs> like people were jerking off to this shit, and it's just not to to the male. I mean, to the male or female. Like sometimes you watch porn, and like this is totally geared towards guys, and then very rarely do you watch porn, and it's geared towards women. But this is geared towards like no one. It's just like. <laughs> I'm like, what, like no, I mean, it's, it's geared toward a time and place that no longer exists. Yes, but like, I just like, the, like you watch a woman suck a penis in such a way that doesn't look good for the guy, and then you watch a guy go down on a girl, and it's like he's trying everything he could do to not put his mouth completely on the vagina. He's just like poking at it, <laughs> and it's so strange looking. It is. It's weird. It's like watching like just aliens have sex with each other. You don't know what they're doing. Yeah. It's, it's strange. <laughs> That's all I'll say about yes. that. All right, back to for the movie. fifteen minutes. Back to the movie. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so um, so they so they leave like they they spread up. I mean, they, they split apart. Whatever. Yeah, Jody's Jody. Jody goes to the mausoleum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. The, and the he's, balsa wood, plywood, and he's and walking wallpaper, around marble mausoleum. And he visits this sp- very specific crypt. Would you call it a crypt? I yeah. don't know. Would you call it mm. slot? I don't know. What is it called? A mausoleum? Yeah, I'd call it like a funeral a home mausoleum. It's like no, everything. What do you call in it? It's a, it's a the space where he visits. It's a plot. You see him visit a plate, like and you see a, like a marker a for his parents. It's a family plot. Right. It's a, a plot. His parents, and then plot. I mean, I'd say he plot. leaves, and then he leaves. <laughs> I'm comfortable with plot. Are you comfortable with that? Yeah, plot. Um, and then you see a kid riding a dirt bike in the cemetery. What a fucking cockhole this kid is! Yeah, yeah. you don't do that. Like he's tearing ass through this shit. Like yeah, that, yo, there was fucking lawn care that goes into that man and you just like you're an asshole yeah. kid i he mean was I'll, like fuck these landscaping b- bastards i'm gonna ruin everything because he is legit tearing ass through it <laughs> he is but then his, his bike stalls out right it stalls out yeah 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 that's a, and, it's like one of the biggest horror tropes that i thought was gonna come into play later like oh his bike always stalls out and it's gonna come into play later on like kind of like in silver bullet when yeah. fucking cory hames little retard mobile like stalls out in like the thing and the wolf oh, comes in yes yes but, but it doesn't yeah no, no. it doesn't happen no. and then he sees like some movement behind the tombstone and then something oh something in a oh. black cloak he i don't know what oh, no. dude he doesn't see movement he sees little midget guy <laughs> <laughs> that's what i saw yeah. i clearly saw a midget in a hood like running yeah. behind the tombstone i don't know what and i mean it's really easy to check if and see if you saw something because you just look behind the tombstone <laughs> if i saw that i would have did like scooby-doo like and i would have like ran up to the tombstone to see what was behind it he's like i mean uh that could have been anything that could have been a squirrel yeah maybe it was a chippy, <laughs> it, was probably a chippy. Maybe it was a little chip it was chip. a giant chip, chip i don't know <laughs> so yeah it's like a close-up of his face and he looks kind of just like derbity derbity derp and he sees the jawa guy and he kind of like the, everything in this movie is sneaky i wanted to say yeah always sneaky people are, sneaky. people are sneaking around stuff people are sneaking up and back of other people 20, yeah. 24 7 there's like really contrived jump scares in this fucking movie mm-hmm. right well because it, and it cuts back to jody who's in the mausoleum and he hears strange noises and then he sees some also the same thing like someone turned down a hallway or whatever yeah. in a corner yeah. in a black cloak and then Tall Man sneaks up behind him. A jump scare. Was this the first jump scare where he yeah. grabs his shoulder? The funeral's about to begin, sir. Yeah. And then... It, it cuts to the front. Jody of- just kind of does like a once-over of Tall Man. It was just like, 
Shanana, buddy, where's the flood at? Where's the flood, bruh? Why are you wearing them fucking platforms? Why can I? Why can I see your socks? Remember when you were in school and you used to wear pants? And if like kids could see your socks, oh, it was over. It was like you were dead. You, you were, were dead that year. Like I remember, like for a whole two years, I had jeans that didn't fit me, and Aww. and so my socks were constantly showing. Oh, yeah. dude, you were so I was like viciously pulling my pants down, like when yeah. I walked past the popular kids, so I, they wouldn't, but they knew. They knew, like because I could see my butt yeah. crack, and they're and, and they're like, yeah, where's the flood at? Jess up, and I'd be like. Inside, and then they would, <laughs> and, then they would and, then, and I used to have like really slicked over hair, and, and, they, would, and they would call they would call me Slick Rick, <laughs> and they would mess up they would mess up my hair, Aww. and I would get so mad I have to go in the bathroom and rewet my gel, and, get it all fixed. <laughs> and I would look at my pants and I'm like, why do I have to be poor? <laughs> why did my mom buy me these boss jeans that don't fit? <laughs> Did you shop at Value City? <laughs> I don't know where my mom shopped, like discount Marshalls, like like, like the irregular Marshalls. <laughs> like this is the irregular section. <laughs> uh, where the we, got the, we got these jeans from Venezuela. One side is slightly higher than the other one. The waist was 40 and the, like, the inseam was like 12. <laughs> so you're wearing like really big shorts. <laughs> it's just... It's just really funny because like it was the opposite with girls. I feel like girls were doing everything they could to like tuck their pants into their slouchy socks or like take their jeans and like cuff them really tight and then you could show off your slouchy socks. Really? Slouchy yeah. socks? Is that a thing? Yeah, you know to like me, the are, socks you would like kind of scrunch them to down. Me, you have I don't know, they're called. Have, in my childhood you, you had to have like ankle socks that were like ankle socks, non-existent. No like, shows. So yeah. ankly that like they went below your heel. Right. They would like slip under your foot. So sometimes I wouldn't even wear socks. <laughs> Cuz like I wanted to be cool, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh fucking shit. All right, I don't even know where we were. Um so I think we're with uh in front of the casket. Mm-hmm. And Reggie tells Jody that uh it was a good idea not to bring his little brother. But then we see that the little the kid that was riding the dirt bike is his is Jody's little brother. So like apparently And he's watching with the They didn't invite him to the funeral because he had nightmares for weeks because their parents died. Right. And parents, did, he didn't want to upset them. Even though again. it had been like two years well, since their parents died. So the died, weird right? thing about this whole scene to me is that like tall man's this malevolent dude. Right. But he's still he's still kinda on the up and up because he does the actual like ceremony and everything. During like the that. day he's like a normal dude who does the funeral. But can you imagine him being a normal dude <laughs> no. and like giving no. like a eulogy and stuff like that? No, I don't I mean, think no. so. If his job was to blend in, he's not blending in very no. well. He no. is the definition of the mm buggers face. <laughs> and anytime you see Tom and he's like mm buggers. <laughs> i wanted like a little pop-up to be over his head every time they made that face (laughs) so yeah they're kind of looking at um jody and reggie are like they're they're looking at tommy's body and it's he looks like fucking goddamn he looks like a zombie yeah Yeah, he's pale they put so much powder on his face Uh like no nobody does that and then outside Mike's watching with binoculars. Yeah, right. As you come to find, Mike's like a... He's a creeper. He's such oh, a creeper. Like <laughs> creeper. He's just creeping and crawling, and he's dipping and dodging. And, he, lo- and he loves to run. He does you love to run. Out. And he apparently, was- if you just run from his house, within five minutes, you're at every location in this town. Even though his brother's driving a car. Yeah. He's right behind uh, his yeah, brother. No, no and it doesn't he, matter. And he loves his sexuality to just be ambiguous. Like, you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> is, is his name Mike or is his name Michelle? I don't know. I couldn't tell. Even when he speaks, I'm like, that voice could go either way. Oh he could he'd be doing a whole bunch of things downtown. And all so, that. yeah, so they leave. The funeral's over, and they, they leave, right, mm-hmm. Jody and, and Reggie. But the kid's still there watching, and this is when he sees the tall man. Pick just up the balsa wood. 
easily pick up the the listen i'm not gonna say it was easy okay because i did see (laughs) i did see like angus go like oh fuck like he was like his past hernia operations were all like you know and his goddamn his his, he's losing bladder elasticity so he's fucking you know when he picked that up he was probably like pissing in him or his depends a little bit (laughs) so he's like god damn it that's more musky goddamn mountain dew i gotta clean out of my fucking goddamn trousers (laughs) oh my god you you pushed i mean it's like the valsalva maneuver you bear down it's gonna squirt it's true he's squirting all over his pants <laughs> he's got no bladder control he's fucking 90 <laughs> oh, yeah. nothing he's got nothing he's got a piss he's got a piss ball in there Wait, stuff to catch oh, his piss and i love this scene because like you see him lift the casket but then it cuts back to mike and you you can't hear any audio and mike mouths like what the, the fuck? fuck but yeah. I, I'm, I was wondering the whole time because when they show him he doesn't have a backpack on he's just on his motorcycle right right where the fuck was he keeping these big ass binoculars at? Like in his pocket? <laughs> they were huge, dude. They were huge military Jesse. grade Jesse. binoculars. Suspension of disbelief. No, yes. I can't do it. Yeah. I can't and, do it with that. And the, the creepy music um, kind of cuts in right here, right? Mm-hmm. Starts playing the music that you love so much. So this is when you start getting weird jumps in time, like yeah. happening here. Well, he leaves on a dirt bike and he like for boogers off the dirt bike mm-hmm. because Angus is like, Twitches his eyebrow at him from no. a, a far distance away. Well, that doesn't happen yet. No, because this is when he goes to that weird house. It cuts oh, yeah. to the gypsies. This is like the weird editing starts happening. Yeah, um, because, hey, gypsies, guys. He goes immediately yeah. to a gypsy who looks like a stroked out John Lennon. <laughs> she's got like the John Lennon glasses on. <laughs> yeah. And she's got like a star tattooed <laughs> yeah. on her forehead. Right. And her granddaughter has it's the like star this. on the side of her face. Do you guys want to know what that means? Because they won't tell you. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I thought there was some part of gy- like a gypsy gang. Yeah. Like I thought there was um, a gypsy gang. Why she can't talk? I don't know. Yeah. So <laughs> hey, hey, do you want this disappearing box that pops up on this table? Do you guys want to know what that's about? Oh, I don't that worry about. It. Oh, was no. some budget Dune ripoff shit. Oh my god, I'm gonna tell you right now what it is. Okay, I'm gonna tell you. Don't worry. Okay, tell us. It's coming. Um. So yeah, the the daughter, the granddaughter says, "Grandmother is pleased you come and wants to know if you brought her any butterscotch candies or black licorice as payment." <laughs> <laughs> Were there's originals? <laughs> she wants to know, and then he's like, "Tell her I only brought a few strawberry hard candies with that weird, nasty center." And he puts it on the table. The jelly like, center. Grandma's pleased. <laughs> Gra- Grandma's pleased with you. So Mike tells the gypsy that he found found out that Jody's leaving. Yeah. Which and- is a flashback sequence that they don't really prepare you for. Right. Yeah. Where he's snooping again. Eavesdropping on a conversation right, right. between Jody and one of his friends. So then it cuts to outside of uh, Jody and Mike's house, and like. A guy pulls up, and it's like some weird. I don't know. This is just like bullshit to give you backstory. Really, that's all it is. And a guy pulls up and says, "Like he's sorry that their parents died, and I guess you find out that they died two years ago." Um, and then he wants to. Jody wants to take um Mikey to his aunt's, right? And then he's gonna leave, right? Yeah, yeah. And when I saw this part, when you see you see Jody, and you see Jody next. No, no, I'm sorry. Is it Jody? Yeah, Jody. God, I'm going to get them. The tra- older brother, Jody. Yes. Yeah. You see Jody next to the car. And I just was thinking the whole time, that dude looks like the Hoff. And that, <laughs> and that car looks like Night, Night Rider. Rider. Yeah. <laughs> and, la- and then later on, when the hearse is driving itself, then I was like, really? Somebody stole this shit for Night Rider. Yeah. <laughs> so then the guy is like, the guy... The guy says that comes up, he's like, why are you hanging around this dump? First of all, it's like a single home. It's nice. Eight bedrooms, six baths. <laughs> it's got a finished basement, sprinkler system wine cellar it's on 14 acres it's got an in-ground swimming pool it's just your average fucking dump right, right? <laughs> like i would not call that place a dump I, the yeah. place i'm living right now is a dump yeah. that's not a fucking dump <laughs> so then you find out jody like john said was jody was thinking about sending uh, mike to live with his aunt 
and <laughs> and this is when Jody's like, it's weird. I go and I ride my bike and he chases me. He follows me and, everywhere. Like I try to take the Browns to the Super Bowl and he's like peeking under the fucking door and staring at my feet. <laughs> it's like he knows I'm going to leave. And if he wasn't so weird, I'd actually might miss him. <laughs> this kid, like he has like he has autism or something in this fucking movie. He's the weirdest goddamn kid. And so apparently, all the work you need to do on a car, you just go underneath of it. Right. So then it cuts back to the gypsy because that was like. Yeah, it was like a, it was a flashback that had no transition whatsoever. Exactly. Right. There's no like. This, this is all you have to do. If you want to do a flashback, you just put like a little fogginess on the outside of the frame. Right. So that we know. So then we know there's flashback time. <laughs> right. Or a little caption that says five days ago. <laughs> or that's or, all I needed. Or like a caption that says flashback times. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm real cool with that too. Yeah. So it cuts back to the old lady's house, and um, the granddaughter is like she's like telling like what the grandmother was saying, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And she says, like, not to worry that if Jody leaves, he'll take him. Yeah. And then... She's like, I see him all the time at Bingo. He's always using my <laughs> markers, and he's always eating the last Werther's Originals. <laughs> Andy's mints. Yeah. Um, yeah, so then um, Mike tells them what he saw at the cemetery, and how when... This is when we see the, the, the force being used. He also tells them how he, when he was riding away, the tall man used the force on him. And he forbooked off the the dirt right. bike. So, and then the old lady breaks out the box, right? Well, it just appears. It just so, appears on the table. Suddenly, so it's there. David Fincher stole this scene from Coscarelli, who stole it from Frank Herbert, who yes. stole it from the Nazis, who tried to steal something <laughs> from Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones <laughs> equals Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford equals Han Solo. Han Solo equals Star Wars, which proves that this movie was on George Lucas' troll penis. I, I I'm on board. Right? Do you see I how agree. I just did there? I just did it step <laughs> by yeah. step for you. Makes sense. Do you are you on board with this? But you know what? It always goes back to the Nazis. Always. always. Oh yeah. Everything. It's always the Nazis. I'm sure Hitler had a ball with forks in it. I'm sure he did where he spr- blood he, spurted out. He was trying to perfect it. At least he was trying to perfect it. He might not have gotten there, yeah. but he was trying to perfect yeah. it. So then Mike leaves some hard candies and he kind of leaves the old fucking lady's house and Reggie arrives at well, Mike's. He puts his hand in that box, right? No, yeah, that's important. Oh, yeah, it is important. This is when you find out that like fear is the mind killer, right? Essentially, do we right. find out that, that is, fear is the mind killer? She says it. Well, she says is, fear is the killer, yeah. Yeah. which is a blatant Dune ripoff. Yeah, yeah. It made me very don't, upset. Don't fear, My- Michael. Don't don't fear, My- don't Michael. Fear the it's like, put, don't fear the It's like put your mind in a pain amplifier, and then you're waiting for fucking Patrick Stewart to come out and like. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but it does come back later because he does actually say that to himself too. Yeah, yeah about, it does. About the fear. Thing. I mean, he acts real well when it happens. So. <laughs> this movie. <laughs> to me is about like fear death and loss but it's very derivative of other things although it tries not to, although it pretends it's not yeah. is this movie about those things yeah to me it is okay yeah yeah it's like the ending of a video drum when everybody's like this makes no sense and john's like it makes perfect sense and everybody's like it makes no sense and john's like it makes perfect sense <laughs> it's the tables are turned now john <laughs> <laughs> only everything in that movie is a 10 <laughs> yeah so he pays them after all the whole thing with the box and then he leaves and it's funny because once he starts like he once he walks out the grandma just fucking starts cracking up Why? for no <laughs> reason she's just fucking yeah. with him the whole time because she's like i can talk no she's laughing because she made up all that bullshit he got a bunch of hard candies for free <laughs> for making up nothing and the daughter's like constipated for some reason she's like looking down to an old lady yeah, it's an old lady that's a great day when you get a whole bag of words original just for a lion yep. and so <laughs> the next scene is the granddaughter of or the of the gypsy like going to morningside like she's walking in there with yeah, flowers i wasn't sure who that was well, but no, I guess no, it was- don't don't skip this scene first yet guys when reggie arrives at mike's for a jam session 
Yes. This is a good scene. He comes. Because he doesn't look like he's going to be able to play the guitar. No, and but he, he can fucking play the guitar. He tears it off. <laughs> Dude, Acoustic. When Acoustic. He, first of all, Mike's wearing this fucking... Re- no, Jody's wearing this dumbass hat that doesn't yeah. even belong on no. his head. He's no. wearing, he wore Rolling no. Stones t-shirt. No. Jody comes next to him. He's done his ice cream shift or whatever that is. <laughs> and they're just going to jam out. Like, I don't know. He sits down and he's like, oh, damn, dude, you're fucking tearing it up. And he brings his, like, fucking, like, yeah. acoustic guitar. And he's like, and he's, like, doing, like, the fills for the yeah, song. No, he's like, I'm just sitting here around midnight. <laughs> Waiting for this fucking movie to end. You see, the editor was schizophrenic, and this ending makes no sense. And then, but like, I like the part when like uh, Reggie starts breaking it down and starts strumming. Yeah. I want someone to take that clip and like put it in like a pig destroyer song, like a grindcore song, so it looks like he's playing grindcore. Yeah, because he looks mad into that song, and that song's not hard. It's not hard at all. <laughs> So that happens, and then it cuts to the gypsy granddaughter entering. Oh, no, 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 we forget. Hold on, oh. wait. There's an important part. There's a part foreshadowing scene in that. Oh, the tuning. The, tu- the yeah. tuning fork's coming yes. out. And you got to make, the audience has got to know. Oh, my He's God. Got zoomed in. It's so blatant. I'm going to do the same thing later with my, with my sideburns, and it's going to tune over my bald plateau to the other sideburn, and it's going to make a dimension, dimensional portal open up. <laughs> I don't understand what that did. Did that reverse the portal and makes everything suck into the portal? That's, that's yeah. when it, that's when the movie became an Argento film. It's the best. It, right. No, this whole movie tries to be an Argento film, dude. Like the yeah. framing and everything. This is the only movie he really does that, though. That's what's kind of weird to me. Like this movie was like his first movie, and he tried to do that, but then he just kind of gave up on it after. He's like, okay, I'm done trying yeah. to be Argento. <laughs> well, the music was very uh, Fabio Fritzi. Oh yeah. my god, it, it reminded me of a Goblin song. But I was it's like, good. It, it's fucking amazing. It's like one of my favorite theme songs in a horror movie. Yeah, so then it cuts, it cuts to the blonde woman who, well, she's in the mausoleum now, right? Yes. She opens the door and... She screams. And then it, right, then it cuts to the outside, you hear her screaming. Mm-hmm. Right. And what that means, we don't know. Right, we don't know what that means. It cuts to Mike spying on Jody at a bar. The Dunes Cantina. That's where Tall Man goes. Which is supposed to be a reference to Dune. Dune, Obviously. you yes. think? Yeah. He goes sure. and... Uh, First of all, This Mike- is where he transforms into Lady Gaga. But Jody, but yeah, but Jody shows up. He sits down, has a beer, and immediately he doesn't have a beer. He sits down and holds the beer, and then some girl's like, "I want to suck it." And he's like, "Let's go." (laughs) (laughs) He's he's only here for five seconds. He's like, "I'm that good." Okay, let's fucking go. I don't even need. I still need to know like where this town exists because this is like. There's sand outside of this fucking bar, yeah. and the bar is like set up like an old western camp. Right. Like the bar looks like it belongs in near dark, and then the rest of the movie looks like it belongs somewhere totally in different. a suburb. Yeah, in yeah, the, yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't know. And then, but then the cemetery is like in a forest. The, yeah. ce- the cemetery yeah. belongs in Spookies. <laughs> like the <laughs> oh yeah, the house is like totally in Spookies house. <laughs> it's just better. Like they had better cameras and better lighting to yeah, show and, it better. And, and meanwhile, Mike is outside just creeping the whole time, watching through the window. Mm-hmm. And then they go to the cemetery and they're kissing it, and he's following them yeah. the whole time. Well, they're just, yeah, like we said earlier, like, who, why does everybody go to this place to bang? Right. Yeah. So it's like, you're walking around this, like, cemetery, like, trying to bury, like, Uncle Tom, and you think you're stepping in, like, goose shit, because goose is shit everywhere, but little do you know, you're stepping in, man, like, coagulated cumballs <laughs> everywhere from, like, just <laughs> people just, like, splunking everywhere. And that, and it was Jody's suggestion to go there. 
Yeah. He suggested to her. He's like, "Oh, I know a little place we can go." It's like, "What's what's there to do in this town?" We go off. We all go to fucking the cemetery. Right. Yeah. Right. It's, like, I, it's like I know a place to go. It's right here. Right? Yeah. <laughs> presumably, they walk five feet and they were in the yeah. cemetery. Yeah, across yeah. Five, everything's five feet. Dude. It's like at the end of the movie when he's like, "I got to run to the mine shaft now." And they're like, "Oh my god, yeah. stop! Let's yeah. not. Let's, Wait, let, okay. We gotta bring up the mine shaft don't, later, don't please." Can we, can we just, and then foam rocks come, and then it's the end. I <laughs> wish, I wish to God that there weren't nudity filters on Instagram because the shot of Mike when her boobies come out and he goes wow oh my God. No, 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 no. her brother goes wow, wow. I know but, he's, but he says wow like he's on quaaludes again he's like wow and his eyes are like barely open I was like these guys have no but like, then the shot the shot from from Mike's perspective in the woods is like six gravestones to the left and I see a light no way he can see through fucking uh, he can see through Stones. On the fullest moon and the palest skin, there's no way he's seen that yeah. boom. Maybe he had the Wang Wang sunglasses where he could see through <laughs> tombstones. <laughs> and he's like, oh, CC. <laughs> little Wang Wang. <laughs> but yeah, they, they start banging and she pulls his tidy whities down over his fucking bare ass. Oh my god, they yeah. turn <laughs> his yeah, ass so in the moonlight. <laughs> no, it's not. It's, I was like, damn, that's a prickly butt. That's a prickly butt, man. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, and, and just then this is when Mike hears the growling the from yeah, behind yeah, him he hears weird animal screeching but sounds he's not afraid he's like oh, I'm gonna go investigate I would've shit my pants and run out of the forest immediately but he's like no I'm just gonna no, kind of walk, shit his pants in walk two seconds around when the little Jawa's like ah! <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, like he screams like a weird person oh that you're not sure if they're male or female yeah he screams and screams and screams best scene in the movie <laughs> and, and, and Mike has like uh, no no uh, Jody rather has like underwear in his mouth is that's what it is yes. yeah. or, or the woman's Her panties okay. yeah. Yeah. and he's like what is that and he's like <laughs> Fuck it's it. my little brother. I think he's got some sort of a problem. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's autistic. That's the problem. Oh it does, but it does take him. It does take Jody a good good twenty seconds to react to a scream that's been happening like way before. Yes. Like he runs past him, screaming at the top of his lungs, and he turns. <laughs> like I, well, I would have I been mean, looking at him before he even got past me, yeah. screaming the, like that. The quaaludes lower your reaction. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, "What is that? My eyes? <laughs> open them for me." <laughs> Is my name John Ashmore? Are my eyes open or closed? <laughs> and, and meanwhile, the girl's like splayed on the grave, just yeah. like full beaver. Like oh, what? she what does, she that? doesn't even sit up. Like there's like a crotch shot of her, and it's just like crotch. It's a crotchua, like right there, which is really Angus Grimm crotchua. <laughs> yeah. So Jody runs after Mike, and he grabs him. And then Mike tells him that there's something is out there and it's going to get him. Mm-hmm. Not that. Why are the fuck are you following me? You perv. Right. <laughs> no, no, then- he says, Mike says it was little brown and low to the ground. Yeah. And then Jody's like, you just described the pile of dog shit. <laughs> or, <laughs> That's legit what you just saw. Or a gopher in heat. A gopher in heat, which I guess is common around that part because I've never fucking. I've never seen a gopher. Never. It's not like a cat. Like when a cat's like outside and the cat's like. <laughs> and they're just like their buttholes like flickering in your face. <laughs> Like, I don't know what a gopher sounds like when they're in heat. Yeah, I don't know. And I pray to God I never know. (laughs) Oh, my God. So Jody gives him the car keys and says to drive home. Right. Because he's got some smashing to do. Right. And he goes back there and she's not there. Right. She's gone. And then Mike has a nightmare of tall man 
making him look at his collection of TV guides. And he's like, come here, boy. Look at my collection of TV guides, boy. Look at the stack of them. Look how thick and voluminous they are. This cover right here is very special because it was the first, it was the cast of General Hospital before their first episode, boy. And he's just looking at him like, why do you collect TV guides? You fucking weird old guy. I love this scene, though. I think it's really creepy. So Mike, like, wakes up. Or he's he's in his dream and he looks up and tall man is like looking over him looming over his bed mm. and he's like it's in the desert yeah i mean not in the desert in the cemetery yeah <laughs> it's the desert. same thing <laughs> and the little like you see the little dwarf hands like grabbing him on the yeah. sides like trying to touch his yeah. peter and, and that scene like was it. a 10 yeah yeah it was, it was really good and if you guys, just show me that scene i'd have been like a fantastic no, no, no. Yeah. this is the best scene of the movie the next day when Mike's walking, <laughs> he's walking down like presumably like Main Street. Well, because Jody like that. goes back to the bar and Mike follows him, of right, course, running right, behind because right. he wants to ask as, about the, where the girl does. was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's on Main Street, and you get the shot of tall man slow mo. <laughs> it's like it, it's like a L'Oreal hair commercial because yes. he's like walking, and it's like a breeze on his hair. And he turns to the camera and he faces the camera and you see like Reggie is in front of him. Loading up the truck. Loading right? up like the Kimi tuck so he can entice the children. And <laughs> he turns and he looks at him. And then tall man starts like wafting the patchouli smell he, from Reggie's hair. He's like, I love that Reggie ball musk. Let's get it all in there. I love a hardworking man packing up the ice cream for the day. And it's then, w- and then he walks scene. away. And then he just it seems away. like that scene, like John said, was supposed to be connected. What you said it was like connected to that other scene. There's a deleted scene where you find out that the tall man has a vulnerability to cold, for whatever fucking oh. reason. Because yeah. oh. the planet is hot. Yeah. Oh, Spoilers. That's right. Yeah. So that's so, a, that, uh, that, that would have been an amazing thing to include. Yeah. Oh, wouldn't it be cool? Qu- quite helpful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, that's not important. Let's though. add it on the remaster version at least. Come on. So yeah. yeah. Anyway. So what happens that like, night mike is working on the car mike mm-hmm. is like under the car working on the car right as any 13 year old can do by himself. right which is That's which, what he's here which is why i think he has autism again because he's very smart in other ways but then no he, common sense but then in other ways he's not. but he's yeah. like i'm gonna go work on these headers i think they're the problem and he goes underneath the fucking car <laughs> i'm not a mechanic but i know where the headers are <laughs> yeah well then he's under the car and then something is jumping on the car he, the jawas right it's the jawas. Little, uh, little jawas are on the car the car like falls on top of him and he's like kind of but it doesn't crush him he's no, like he's on not, his stomach he's, you think he's pinned but he's not really pinned because he gets out from under the car he smashes jody's foot with the hammer, hammer mm-hmm. right and he comes out and mike asks him why um why jody's been wearing the same t-shirt for three days what the rolling stones t-shirt he's like you've been wearing that rolling stones t-shirt for three days legit bro it's time <laughs> to what about the one he had in the graveyard when he had graveyard sex and it was like a weird like pirate shirt with like <laughs> loose strands John, on if it. you were a woman you saw him walk into the bar you would have gave it up immediately just like like woman scrim did why am i a woman in this scenario <laughs> because you're angus scrim and angus scrim can become male female yeah so you gotta get on board with it so jody he doesn't believe mike's story about the jawas and he so like mike takes one of those um glazed fish molds to angus as like a peace offering fish mold do you know what a glazed fish mold no. is i only mentioned this because i remembered it and my grandma used to make these Ew. fucking things i'm grossed and out already. it is the most nastiest wait, wait is that the shit that used to hang on people's walls as decoration they're like molds the, yeah the fish molds. But people actually use them for food oh yes and this is what they made in them so it's like a fish mold, like a tin fish mold. My yeah. grandma, my grandma oh, used to make this shit. No, I'm really upset about this. And it already. came to me because it's like <laughs> it came to me in this because because they're in the antique store later, and right. you could see these things. And uh, I was like, oh my god. 
So yeah, it was a fish mold, right? And what you would do was, fucking disgusting, you'd get the mold that was in the shape of like a fish, any kind of fish, and you'd put it down there, you'd put, put gelatin in there, Uh huh. you'd put tuna fish right. in it, Blah. yes, um, green olives, mm-hmm. and pimentos, mm-hmm. and then you would let it solidify into right. a gelatin, and then you would, that was a fish. Why was making that. jello mold a thing? It was always a thing. Why? They, my grandma used to make this other thing that was in a mold with gelatin, and it was vegetables and vegetable broth. So weird. Is this some sort of like depression era bullshit? And it was horrendous. It was like, she'd cut it like meatloaf, and then put it on your plate, and it was like gelatin, peas, First off, carrots. gelatin shouldn't be complimentary to fucking anything. <laughs> it was I like, don't even like gelatin by itself, let alone gelatin mixed dude, with other things. It was legit like Soylent Green. Like, <laughs> so I, I, I was like, this is some future past weird hodgepodge food you just made up that doesn't make any sense like <laughs> yeah. i could make something but like when i was a kid we used to get all the things from the refrigerator and mix all the condiments together yeah and then we would dare each other to drink it that was better than what my grandma was trying to do <laughs> like i remember so many times like oh here i'm gonna mix the horseradish ketchup mayonnaise pickle juice and that Ew. i could eat that before i could eat my grandmama's fucking weird gla- she was called glace fish it's disgusting like g-l-a-c-e yeah Ugh. fucking disgusting it's gotta be some depression air like i, I have like just the go- sardine can with some roughages on the bottom yeah. of it i'm gonna put it in there if you're wondering what the fuck i'm talking about just do a quick google of it and look at the picture it's funny it. because i've always seen the tins like yeah on, on the walls but never knew that that was actually something that's that people what use. i mean i i didn't think i thought it was a thing i thought it was a bullshit thing my grandma made up no, it's it was, legit. It was yeah. a thing people would eat. It's a mid-century thing. They used to think gelatin was like this high-tech futuristic food. Right. They yeah. Would put exactly. In like everything. I have a bunch of like '60s cookbooks because I collect that shit oh my for God, whatever the 60s, reason. Yes. And they put like gelatin in everything. There's mm. all these like weird gelatin. Molds. So strange. I always think of um, Christmas, Christmas vacation. Christmas vacation when the when the old <laughs> the old lime. lady puts it with the cat food <laughs> yeah. in it. It's the best. <laughs> That's lime. <laughs> he like licks her finger. I always thought that was the nastiest thing because like it's like a stranger's finger and he just sucks her finger. I was like, oh, that grossed to be out more than anything. <laughs> oh my god. All right. So um, Mike. Uh, so Mike gets a knife mm-hmm. and he gets a crucifix. Yep. Right. And he goes to the cemetery in his tube sock. Tube socks are so yeah. crazy. I mean, if it was a new tube sock, the elasticity, yeah, would keep that knife in there. But if it was an old one, that thing would fall out the second you took a step. <laughs> I remember, like, my old tube socks used to have, like, legit elastic at the top. So, yeah. Like, yeah. Would, they would break. To hold them up. And now, yeah. socks they make nowadays, I got no elastic in them. <laughs> I, nah, I miss those days. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so, how you got those calf muscles back then. I got the elasticity <laughs> and push it on. It was bulging. <laughs> no, that's like a blood clot that went to my heart and tried to kill me like a million times so just cutting off the flow <laughs> I had like huge calves and then my feet were really small <laughs> what the fuck's up with that kid's feet bitch <laughs> he got two fucking pairs of tube socks on cutting off the circulation uh. so yeah he goes in there and he sneaks into the like he, someone's coming into the room so he goes inside one of the caskets and kind of peeks out well and first he breaks in he, to the window yeah he yeah. breaks through a window so like the the asshole maneuvers before when he was on the dirt bike making ruts in the fucking graveyard. He's got to add to that by breaking and entering into yeah. the basement of this And there's place. nothing quiet about this either. It's like no. the loudest window and, breaking ever. And to be fair, at this point, like nothing's really happened weird for him to be like, I need to, to commit a crime to go investigate this place. Well, and to be fair, this scene repeats itself about six more times. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everybody's got to go back to this one room. <laughs> like, like that's going to be used many times in this movie. Like in, yeah. out, in, out, in, out. Yeah, so right, you, like he goes in through the window, and he kind of just wa- he's wandering around, mm. and he ends up in the room, like the showroom of the caskets. And some right. rando dude strolls Who in. Who you with, never like, see uh, again? Strolls in with a Gilligan hat. 
Yeah. Who is this guy? And then yeah. he's kind of patrolling the room. And then he looks like a piss pump. In, oh, we do see him again, but he dies. Okay. It, yeah. Well, in back of him, Angus right. is kind of standing there, right. like, hmm, yeah, are you looking around here? That's great. Let's leave. They leave. And then he kind of like goes out into the hall, right? And you see the flying sphere for the first time. Yeah. Because yeah. he, he hears noises coming from behind that black door. Mm. Um, but then, and, and then he runs. And then this, this is when the sphere comes flying around the hallway. He kind of dodges it or whatever. And yeah. then as he, he stands up from dodging it, and that weird, that weird s- dude, sneaky Gilligan, Wait, who has like blue eyeshadow on. Yeah. He's got like weird, like sunken eyes yeah. or something. It's, it's like stupid dead people makeup yeah. that they try yeah. to do that's what it was he grabs him from behind and then mike kind of squiggles out of his way as the ball comes and just goes and attaches to yes. the guy's head and then drills a hole between his eyes it's a wonky effect like isn't it i like it though i see it no, no i love it yeah but like you the part where it attaches to the head yeah. it's just like it's weird it's like it's just, filmed in reverse so yeah. it looks like it's, it's just wonky reverse. looking yeah, yeah. Blood starts squirting out the other side. No, it's not just a little bit of blood. It is a fountain of blood. Like it's, his whole body is exanguinated. See, this is something that like I like in this movie. Like I said earlier, like I wish I did it a lot more. But in retrospect, it's cool they only do it once because yeah. it doesn't become like a thing. In the rest of the um, phantasm movies, they do it all the time. That's all it is, uh, dude. It's just like, yep, the balls are the the balls yeah. become like the the they they do so much backstory into what the balls are. Yeah, that it loses everything else for me. But, um, Which is the opposite of this movie, where the ball is shown once, and then you have no idea yeah. its purpose or why it's there. I mean, it's just a cool. It's like you know, well, it's like Freddy's glove. So it's a cool thing. The guy, like the blood squirts out, he falls down and dies. And is there like a like a puddle of urine yeah. under his yeah. feet? And they uh, actually had an issue with that because the ratings they wanted to up the rating to an X rating because of I that. I actually appreciated that yeah. because. People, the, people do often urinate when they die, so I was well, like, they, they, oh. They defecate. Yeah. Usually, yeah. It's like the, the release of the bowels. It's like the best goddamn episode of South Park ever when Chef dies. <laughs> and they're like, oh, he's not dead yet. I heard when you die, you, you release your yes. bowels. And then, like, he shits. <laughs> like, he projectiles shits all over the thing. He's like, ah, oh, I guess he's dead now. Ah, uh, fuck. Yeah. I love so South Park. Mike uh, gets his knife, and Tall Man comes um, out into the hallway. Mm-hmm. And then they, they kind of look at each other, and then they start walking He's towards like, each other. Boy, do you want to see my spoon collection? <laughs> boy, why do old people collect spoons, boy? <laughs> Let's go have some applesauce and play cribbage. <laughs> what, what the fuck is cribbage? It's a card game. Is it really? Yeah. What do you do? What's the purpose of cribbage? I've never played cribbage. I have no idea. Okay, I just know it's an old person thing, well, but gin, I didn't know what it was. Gin like, Rummy is also an old person game, and I know how to play that. Oh my that, god, Gin it. Rummy. Dude, to me, cribbage sounds like old people eating cabbage. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> that, mom, like that's the game. How much cabbage can you eat, Walt? I can eat a lot. Let's <laughs> play some cribbage. My mom back in the 90s would go over to her girlfriend's house to go play Gin Rummy, and I, would, I remember thinking, I was, thank God you're out of the fucking house playing whatever the fuck that is, because I have no John, idea. John's Adult, like, go fish. I don't know what it is. John's like, best game ever! <laughs> Um, but Mike has the best line in this. He's, his exact line is, um, yes. oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> and he runs. <laughs> I do like, I do appreciate how Angus Scrim hauls fucking ass after him, he though, does. in every scene. Yeah. He's an old fucking, he's an old dude, man. He fucking runs. I yeah, was waiting from the collapse, like from some kind of torn ligament. <laughs> some kind of like old person injury, you know? Yeah. So Mike runs and he follows him and then Mike slams that big door shut. On his hand. On his hand. And you get that. But he, the funny thing is, Mike doesn't notice it at first. You just hear the fingers like b- yeah. banging the door. 
And he's like, I'm going to cut these fingers off because I want to save one. <laughs> and, when I, and when I cut them off, yellow mustard. 80 people are going to scream at once. Yeah. And you know what? It's so easy to cut off fingers. Like, it's, it's effortless. It's just yeah. like this. Doop, 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 and they fall right off. And there's there's little, the, the, guys, you have to know the fingers. It's hollow inside. There's yeah, no yeah. bones no, or just, anything. There's it's just, just flesh. Egg. It's just it's egg. Just yellow it's egg mustard. Yolk. It's yeah. French's yellow mustard. I mean, it's, it's scientifically proven that the hand contains all the egg yolk in the yeah. human body. Oh, I agree. There's no bones. It's just we, yolk. We know it. It's straight up bone marrow, just in, in, in yolk form. Yeah. And then the, like the fingers are on the floor in the mustard. They're moving around. <laughs> the mustard. <laughs> Stuff, it's yolk. It's mustard. No, it's not mustard. And he picks one up and pockets it <laughs> yes. for reasons unknown He's to like, us. He's like, oh, I got a little weird box here that, uh, let me save this. It's a little trinket box. Yes. Uh, yeah. It'll be a fun thing to give my grandkids one day when I die. Yeah, so... <laughs> And then Mike, <laughs> it's it's the next morning. Well, and no, Mike runs. So he runs to the window, and as he's climbing out the window, the little guys grab oh, yeah, him, the little, and, they, little gremlins. and they take his they take his Adidas. Yeah, <laughs> they, they, take take his Adidas? No. They, they took one shoe. I don't know. He's like, oh my god, are these fucking uh, are these pumps? My I need to get these. Dude, dunk. now on eBay, there's two hundred dollars. It'll be two hundred dollars vintage shell chop. <laughs> oh no, shit, dude. Adidas collectors be like, I need that because my childhood. They're like, excuse me, do you also have the box for these? Because otherwise. It's, it's, it's going to depreciate. Buyer beware. There's a, there's a, a slight claw mark on one of the shoes from the gremlin. And all, be some yellow mustard. Yeah, a little bit of yolk. <laughs> a little bit of yolk on the tongue. Uh, that's a $50 shoe now. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, did you, oh, excuse me. Did you say yolk? Wait, <laughs> was it honey Dijon mustard or no, just no, regular it's mustard? It's French is yellow. Okay. <laughs> French is yellow. <laughs> so I was like, Wait. listen, I'm, get, I'm ghetto as shit. Give me the goddamn fucking. I don't fucking, like yellow mustard. So, give me the high fructose. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> so the next morning, Jody wakes up and on the shag steps. Yes. Here's God. Mike asleep with a shock, cradling a shotgun. <laughs> Which is how I, pre- which is how I picture Marcella some mornings when she when she has night terrors and she wakes up the next day. Any yeah. any firearm that's in, within in your distance. Stop creeping. Like, you're the best. You're the best. You're the best. But we see that wooden box on the step in front of him. Yeah. kind of jumping twitching. around. It's twitching yeah. around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, so, so and Jody takes the gun off of him and unloads it. Oh, like a good brother. Yeah, yes. Like a good brother. <laughs> or like when your friend shoots a hole in her floor that you go over at night and patch it up. These are secrets. <laughs> Secret, John. Secret, John. <laughs> <laughs> true story for another time oh uh, yeah that's a long story so this, this, is, this is like the best part when he shows he shows jody the box right he's like look in this box there's fucking shit in here and you think like jody's gonna be like oh my god this is what he does <laughs> again the quaaludes he opens it and he's like he's like hold on the quaaludes and he's like <laughs> he's trying to open his eyes up <laughs> Like, he's like, hold on, I can't see what that is. My, my eyes won't stay open. And he's like, oh yeah, it's a finger. He's like, I believe you. Yes. <laughs> any other movie, like in, like in Silver Bully, any other movie would be like, 90 minutes of convincing yes. five minutes of yeah. the adults going okay if I believe John you. John came over here one day and he's like, Jess, listen, I got fucking some crazy shit to show you right now. Dude, look in this box. There's a fucking finger like swimming in yolk and it's moving around. And if I open that box up, I'd be like, what? And I would just like, I would strip naked and and jump out the window. Because I'd be like, fucking, this world's like coming to an end. He's not impressed. He doesn't like, nothing impresses this guy, dude. No. (laughs) He's like, oh, I thought you were going to show me something that was cool. Like, their plan is to. They're going to call the sheriff and they're, they're going to show him the proof. <laughs> show him the evidence. <laughs> the evidence right. on his finger. <laughs> moving around in mustard. Uh, so Mike goes upstairs. Oh my God, the best. <laughs> the best. <laughs> Mike goes upstairs and he notices the box is not twitching. <laughs> He's like, who unlocked this? 
Hold on. Wait, what the what? What the hell? He's like, he's like, did this finger become a beetle? No, it's a black it's a, fluff ball. It's, it's a guinea pig. No, it, no, 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 no. It's a Brillo pad with pipe cleaner. <laughs> it's like a popple. That's what I thought it was. But with like an angry face. It's 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 whittled toothpicks. To look like no, dude, it literally looks like pipe cleaners. It does. <laughs> It's oh. like I feel like it's a craft I made when I was in like third grade. And guys, if you're yes. waiting for like the acting to become an eleven in this movie, it's when oh they God. get the, the jean jacket over this fucking fly. Oh and beating it against the wall. Then they, put it, they put it down the garbage disposal. Yes. They fucking turn it on, and then Reggie walks in the door and he's like, "What's going on here?" And then it's <laughs> a Seinfeld moment. He's like, "Hey guys, what's up? What's just going yeah. on? You never know about my day when he, it's so hot out. You're gonna he Kramer's ice cream I've been slinging. He Kramer's into the room, but he has." No hair. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, guys. They did need a laugh track in this. Like, it's Reggie, guys. Yeah. <laughs> it would be a great sitcom. <laughs> oh, my God, Reggie. Help us deal with this fucking weird beetle pipe cleaner oh. situation. <laughs> they, think it, they think it's dead, but then you see like a little leg coming out. You see a pipe cleaner. You see a pipe cleaner <laughs> fishing around the bottom of the sea. But then it's for boogers. <laughs> So Will goes out of it and onto Mike's hair yeah. again. Oh my god, dude, when it crawls up the back of his hair, the, the chopping oh sounds is the worst. It looks like somebody's hand just brushing his hair back. Uh. It's so good. And then again, Jody grabs it. But this time they stab it for he good shoves measure. It in this, right, he shoves it in the garbage pool and stabs the shit out of it and they turn it on. Mm-hmm. Yes. And God, my, all, my ears are bleeding right now because John was just screaming. Poor Reggie. <laughs> poor Reggie has just walked in on this and doesn't understand what the fuck is going on. But he's on board. He doesn't but care. He is on board. Everyone is just a completely like I'm, I believe everything that's <laughs> yeah, happening. Reggie right has no idea where this giant fly came from, but apparently yeah. everything about it it's, it's morning. Side. So then the next scene but, is they're just arming up. Mm-hmm. They're just fucking preparing for war. And this is when you get the line that I said at the beginning of the podcast: you don't aim at a man unless you intend to shoot him. Yada yada yada. You don't nope. shoot a man unless yeah. you intend to kill him. And remember, no warning shots. Warning shots. Warning are bu- shots are bullshit. They're bullshit. Danari agrees. And I just want to throw that out there. I love. I love this when they're arming themselves and in the background, you're to assume that one of fucking Mike's parents killed a mountain lion and had that shit fucking <laughs> oh, yeah. taxidermied on the wall, like in fucking attack position. It was Jody Sr. It's not like they have other animals that they killed, so it's not like, you know, they like to just hunt. No, it's just this one particular mountain lion, and I think there's this great story behind it, like... It, like it raped his dad or killed it. Maybe that's yeah. what killed his parents. Right. Maybe, maybe the mountain lion killed his parents. You have a better possible. chance of them explaining the backstory of the ball than you do before <laughs> that fucking mountain lion gets brought up. I, I need to know. I need to know the origin story of that. You don't walk into someone's yeah. house and there's just one mountain lion on their fucking goddamn wall. Right. So then we find out that Mike is going to stay home by himself mm-hmm. and Jody's going to go and check things out. About eight times throughout this movie, Mike is told to stay at a location uh, and not go anywhere. He disobeys. Well, but shit happens. Shit he, goes wrong, and then he fucking is forced to leave. But, I mean, his creeper instinct is just too strong. He's like, right. I gotta be, I gotta be looking. <laughs> Watch. What, what are they doing? No, he's, no, he's like, a, yeah, he's like a voyeur. He's like, oh, I just keep thinking about what what Jody may or may not be doing, and the wiener's getting all stimulated. <laughs> if I could just see what he was doing, it would make things so much better. <laughs> oh my god! I don't want my brother to miss me. And he's like looking out the window, like, where is he? Where is he? <laughs> and that's when he finds. Find out that Michael is actually Michael Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's baby Michael Jackson. 
He's like, hey, Jody, you about to be starting something? Just wait. Morning sides. Just wait until I write this song. Beat it. Everybody's going to know who I am. You better get out of here. So Jody gets to the mausoleum and he goes through the broken window. Mm -hmm. And he makes it about 10 feet. And he turns the light on. Immediately he's like, I'm going to turn this light on that's hanging right in front of my face. He's attacked by a Jawa. And a Jawa attacks him. And he just totally abandons his whole plan and just leaves. (laughs) First he he turns the gun sideways. He's like, I'm just gonna go for yeah. it. <laughs> just right in my head. <laughs> like, dude, he's like real confident about that shot. Like <laughs> a centimeter from his fucking goddamn cranium. <laughs> and he holds it with one hand. The movie yeah. should the movie should have ended with him shooting himself in the temple, him falling over, them having a funeral for him, and then that was the end. That was <laughs> that was literally the best scene, like top ten scenes I ever saw with someone holding a gun. Yeah. So limp wristed. There's no way. <laughs> he's like totally nailed it. <laughs> and he looks at the camera. He's like this. <laughs> Not to mention he's on Quailu, so yeah, he's right. like, Whoa. he's like, I can't really see what's happening right now. Let's just wing it. <laughs> it always works yeah. when I wing it. So he shoots this Jawa like four times, mm-hmm. and then he gets out of the window and gets in his car. Yeah. And no, you, well, no, the hearse, see, a hearse, like, well, you see this, the headlights, right? Yeah, the, the hearse flies past him. And then he sees headlights coming towards him, and he assumes we all oh, assume right, it's right. the horse, the, the hearse. hearse. But it's but it's his black car. It's his black car, and it's Mikey. Yeah, it's but Mike. He, but he doesn't know it's Mike at first. He's like screaming, like "Who's in there?" Because Mike's having and a hard Mike, time with the door. He Mike says, doesn't say anything. He's like for God, twenty minutes. Well, because no, he opens up the door, and he's like, "Stupid door was locked." I was like, "That was reach." He almost shot him. That was a reach. He yeah. almost got capped, buddy. So yeah, then the hearse comes, like starts chasing them. Oh, I like this part. And you find out that like they 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 can't see anybody driving it. They're like no, it's driving he itself. He says no. He doesn't. He says he's like, he's like, no one is driving that mother. <laughs> he's like that thing is Kit. <laughs> like, oh that thing's God. going to get the Hoff. Right, and then so there's this like a chase sequence, right? And the hearse pulls up next to mm-hmm. him and like kind of rams him from the side. And then Jody's like, I'm going to get out of the car. I'm going to climb up out of the window and shoot it with yeah, the shotgun. You know that unsafe thing I did with a firearm five minutes ago? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to do it again because I'm going to stand it perfectly up and shoot with yeah. a pump action. I don't trust him. <laughs> no. I don't trust him one bit. But he, but he shoots it like, well, what, a bunch of times. The hood the hood blows off and then it crashes into a tree. So, oh my God. So then they go over to the car, whatever. It's like they look inside and one of the Jawas is like impaled by like a tree. Yes. And Jody pulls back the hood and, and it's, it's like. Tommy. It, it, and it's a Crosby, Stills, and Nash guy. <laughs> oh. Oh my god it's the best because he's got like egg yolk like pouring out of his mouth oh my god it's like such a treasure oh that my scene god, it is. that scene's such a treasure it is he's like spitting up deviled eggs mm-hmm. so then they go to a payphone, presumably some distance away to right. call reggie over with his ice cream right. oh, don't you miss payphones? oh yes. my god just like yeah. just like a human petri dish that's what they were it was like <laughs> fucking disgusting you i remember like any i remember when i was talking to my mom but i always put my face right up to her and I, and I would always think like this is this real salty why is this real salty <laughs> <laughs> and then later I was like oh germs or a thing you know? and like, just like fat people eating roast beef sandwiches talking on the phone and I'm like mouth is right on it <laughs> licking it our immune systems were way mu- were, must have been way better back oh, then were. because N- now you never thought about like when you saw some people in movies when they had like a handkerchief they'd always put the handkerchief over it to- uh, yeah I never thought about it but now that you mention it when I'm you're a kid about it. most kids don't think about germs you're doing all the dude, disgusting things. Oh my things. god, dude. But then your immune system Stuff. is so much better for yep. it afterwards. I mean, I could tell you a terrifying yeah. story. <laughs> don't you've tell heard, me. You've don't heard tell these me. stories. Yes. But let, no, yes. sure. No, no, we've heard them. 
We've heard them. <laughs> We've heard them. We've heard them or you've no, you, heard them. You've heard some of them. You've okay. heard them. So Jody, Jody calls Reggie and tells him to get over there with his truck. Mm-hmm. And he shows up and they put the body in the back of the ice cream truck and they padlock it. But can we don't I'm sorry, I don't wanna I don't wanna go back in time, but like I wanna talk about that phone conversation that, that Mike has yes. to Reggie. Cause he again, like the Quaaludes, like <laughs> the Quaaludes, man. No he, one has any excitement in He has no there. excitement. He has no emotion. He's just like No telling, sense of urgency. He's nothing. Like, he's like, listen. We got one of them. I apologize if I seem emotionless. <laughs> but the Quaaludes, brah. The Quaaludes. Bring your truck. I need to eat my feelings. <laughs> 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 So then, like Reggie comes and they load the Jawa into the cold storage of Reggie's truck, right? Right. And Reggie start. Reggie gets like startled by some random fucking no. housemaid you don't ever see again with a mustache. Who I know? Who was this woman? Who was she? You boys home yet? That's what she says. <laughs> I was like, where did you come from, bitch? And never again. You don't see her ever again. Is that that? Why did? What is this? Like fucking goddamn? Was it a plantation or something? <laughs> why do you have a black woman to take <laughs> care of? Like. It, Two fucking people. You don't need a housemaid, dude. There's four scenes where like Anchor Scrim is all up in that house, and, and there's never she's, she's never not, there. Let's back it up to when that guy said it was a dump. Okay, I want a dump that has a housemaid. There was a serious missed opportunity in this movie where you have an angry black woman going against Anger Scrim. That's what I wanted to fucking see, and it never happened. Yeah. Yes, with yeah. like a with like a roll with a fucking rolling, rolling pin. pin. I don't know, but you never saw her again. No. I was like, uh, uh, that scene right there. It made no sense. That's why I said like these are completely contrived, fabricated, goddamn jump yeah. scares. I was like, what is this? That yeah. is that is probably. But it didn't scare me. I didn't no. know what it was yeah. supposed to be. And I was like, this is like a tier above a cat jump scare. When right. it was like a cat. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. No. 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 Random but, black woman in my house. Jump John, scare. Black people are a lot scarier than cats. Though, <laughs> I mean, come on now. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, if that was a cop right there, John, they wouldn't be hesitating to take that fucking person out. I see a scout! There's <laughs> like, like some grenades in his house! Cat, like a cat is a level 5 jump scare, a black person is like a level 200. <laughs> it's like you're going up a lot. Oh my god. Right, so then it cuts- Especially a black woman with a mustache. I was like, Jesus Christ. It, it kind of it cuts to this kind of ridiculous scene where they're all sitting in front of a crackling fire. Oh my god. This is the god. first fire chat, yes. the fireside chat that we yes. get. Hashtag white people, that's um, all I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. And they're and they're talking about the body that they found, right, at Tommy's and how they crushed them into little people. I mean I don't know how that works exactly with anatomy, no. but and then you Mike's know, you worried crush about them. The mo- mom, about and, mom and dad. Mom and dad are interred yeah. there too, so what ha- what happens to them? Right. Mm-hmm. And he's best best and, not to think about and that. And Reggie has but Reggie has a plan. His plan is they have to snag the tall man and stomp the shit out of him. <laughs> Until he tells them but what's see, going on. I, I have a whole backstory now that I okay. want to share with everybody. Tell us. You ready? <laughs> yes. To the origins of the tall man. Okay. Because I, the way I see it is the tall man, okay, this is going to be a little reach. Okay, reach But in. the tall man okay. is really Jareth. And after... I don't the, like it. After Jennifer Connelly <laughs> dethroned Jareth, he went into retirement and he because the silver balls stuff remember right. oh yeah he was juggling those crystal balls the fucking crystal balls all the time right. schnoops, schnoops, schnoops. and then he became obsessed with making people little because he wants to fucking rebuild his goblin kingdom right he wants to have little people little goblin people did you just come up with this right now not right this now. is good <laughs> but i was like five, five, it was like earlier today i like it it's good that's that's why that's why i think this movie was i mean i, I don't i don't buy it at all but it's a good thing no yeah i think you're eating it up <laughs> I think you're like totally sold on 100. I can't picture Igus Scrim wearing those little tight pants. And Jody and, wrote the lyrics to "Dance Magic Dance." Yeah. <laughs> no, no, Jody. No, no. Mike was the baby. 
that he was throwing up in the oh, air. Oh, okay. It all, and it he all makes grew sense. up and became... But he dropped him a couple times. That's why he's kind of yeah. a little bit of a, a yeah. autistic. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. And that's why Mike is sexually confused because he used to... When he was little, he saw David Bowie walking around in all these like luxurious costumes and cod pieces. Right. He's like, I don't know if I'm a woman or a man or a man woman or a or man woman. Or what do I want to be? I get it. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. He's like, I don't really know where I want to use the bathroom at. <laughs> Oh my god i don't know which one i belong in so the plan is to take mike over to his aunt's antique store right sally in the antique store shop yeah and get rid of him so reggie drives him over to this antique store but where does reggie say reggie says he wants to drive a stake through tall man's heart yeah like he's a fucking vampire, vampire. But why, he's not, why he's not a vampire but why is that a good idea to just dump him over at, at, at the antique store by the way because he always gets in the middle of shit yeah but he, yeah, but he always saves the fucking day too yeah God. But like, I don't really, I mean, the, kid, the, kid's, like, the kid's like 13 and he keeps giving him firearms. Could you stop? Yeah. I mean, the kid's pretty fucking self-sufficient. Listen, he fixed the car. What is fucking goddamn Jody doing? He's this just strumming movie? his guitar. Jody, this is what Jody does. Unbuttons another button in his shirt so you could see more of his fucking grizzly bear chest. <laughs> there was, meanwhile, you got Mike, little Mikey's taking care of business, yeah. fixing the car. The funny thing is, there's a deleted scene of 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 uh, Jody where he's like a banker. He like works at it like a bank, and apparently his father was a banker or something like that. He's like taking over the family business, and they cut it out of the movie. Yeah, good, and it exists. It makes the, no sense though because he's on the road with a band, isn't he? Is that the whole he thing? He always says. Did they say that? That's what he says. Yeah. They're like, yeah. where have you been? He's like on the road. Yeah, he's been on the road, and, and he, he always does his play his guitar. And well, he, there's a scene with him in a suit. <laughs> That's why they're like, well, you said he works at a bank though, and he's always on the road. People aren't going to pay attention to that. <laughs> you, listen, you might just want to cut that out because if he has a full-time job, he's not on the road. I guess you're right. <laughs> and there's also a, a ginormous ice cream fight at Reggie's parlor that they cut oh, out. Oh, man. Nuh-uh. And there's a scene after that fight. <laughs> no, where an ice cream fight with who? Let's talk about Mike. this ice cream fight. Mike. Oh, my God. It's him and Jody. They're having a... Well, first, okay. I forget where this would actually be inserted into the movie, but basically, Mike and Jody get drunk. All right. Jody gives him like a six pack. A 13 year old drunk. They get drunk. They go to Reggie's ice cream parlor because he owns it. Right. And they have an ice cream fight in the middle of Reggie's parlor. And then for some reason, uh, Reggie also, Reggie was like, there's like a little stage in the ice cream parlor and Reggie's strumming his guitar at the ice (laughs) cream parlor. There's nobody else in the ice cream parlor. (laughs) (laughs) Then he gets a seltzer bottle and is spraying down Mike with the seltzer bottle. Oh my God. And then Real. after after all of this, he's like, "Let's go in the back and wash you up." <laughs> yeah, no, it gets better. <laughs> after this, they take all the ice cream and put it on Mike's chest, and then he's got a banana and like something else by his no. dick. Stop, John. Yeah. Is this for real? I'm fucking not John. making this up. Stop. Tangerine? No, oh, no. <laughs> it's real. Tangerine. Okay, but I, now I, now I have another question. So he owns an ice cream shop. Yeah, and it's Reggie. And the truck says a, Reggie's ice cream. Why would you own a truck and a shop? It makes no sense. That doesn't make any yeah, sense. But he's got a pull, he's got an employee that works at the ice cream shop. What the fuck? It doesn't make any sense. I love Apparently, he's the ice cream king of this goddamn town. He's a he's a monopoly on ice cream. Yeah, he's like, listen, this is this is my town. You want to sell ice cream? You come to me. I have the be- I have the best ice cream. But they cut it out. It's but it was tremendous. so cool because there's actually like it's like almost like a buddy cop moment between Mike and Jody. He's like, you want to sell Sundays? Because they're in like this drunk. Town? They're like drunk driving the car to Reggie's That's place. That's fucking strange, man. And they're yeah. also terrible acting being drunk too. But it's amazing. Oh my god! Because they're even more on Quake. I'm gonna fucking watch these things tonight. No hesitation. Yeah. Right, so they go to this antique shop, and Mike just is kind of looking around, and he finds all these old photos, and he finds one with the tall man, like, driving a horse carriage. And I love this fucking scene so much, because it, like, the camera zooms in through the photo Mm. to the tall man, and it comes, like, like, alive, right? 
But before like, we get to that, what? can we talk how creepy it is when like Reggie's driving Mike to the antique store and he's like talking to him? What was he saying? It's real fucking creepy. <laughs> you didn't hear any of that? I don't remember. He, yeah, he's like, like pedophile he, creepy. Yeah, like like Reggie starts rubbing his thigh and he's no. like, <laughs> and he's like, how about you guys? Listen, oh my god, I got some otter pops in the back. You want a, oh, you want a WWF superstar wrestling bar, and I, and I'll pretend I'm ravishing Rick Rude. And I'm going to get you in the tombstone so your head's right in between my crotchua. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. How does that sound? That didn't happen. No, it didn't oh happen. God. It didn't happen at all. Okay. <laughs> so back to the antique shop and the photo that I'm talking about. Yeah. It's really creepy. He's making them buggy his face yeah, in it. Yeah, it zooms into the photo and then like- And he's, and what it, is he doing? He turns and he looks at the camera. No, what is he doing? He makes an umbuggers face. You're goddamn right he does yeah. stuff. Umbuggers. <laughs> he almost breaks the camera's camera yeah. of camera of the movie with his fucking umbuggers face. <laughs> it's like he's incepting all cameras in the world with that face. But he, it, he almost broke my television. But it's fucking creepy the way he turns towards the camera and then Mike's like, I'm taking this picture and he puts it in his pants. Yeah. And he tells them that- Does he really put it in his pants? He puts it in his pants. Oh yeah. my God. And they, he tells them they need to take him home. Yeah. And they listen to him. Yeah. Take me home. Okay. Give this kid what he wants because he's a real piss pants if yes. you don't do what he tells you. And then it cuts to Reggie who is driving the ice cream truck back and he hears banging and growling from yeah. coming from the truck. Mm. And then what happens? Jody, Jody, Jody's dreaming. Jody falls asleep and tall man is trying to show him his stamp collection. And he's like, this one is very special. It's from the Legends of Hip Hop series. The only one I'm missing is Biggie Smalls, and I keep getting outbid on the Ebays. Oh, my God. And he's like, why does this guy keep trying to show me his collection? And he wakes up. I do, I do like this scene, too. Like, he's sitting in the chair that he's sleeping in. It's in his dream. And the tall man is walking towards him. Like he's and in a runway model. He's the, like, yeah, he is. He's doing like a little yeah. twist, a little hip, hip twist. He, <laughs> like, I want to from the Photoshop and put like Victoria's Secret clothes on him. <laughs> the geriatric but line. The crypt that's like behind him, it opens up and arms come out and grab him. And then he wakes up. Yeah, he wakes up. And yeah. then it cuts back to Mike and Sally. And they find Reggie's truck overturned on the road. And the fucking stupid bitch is like, is that Reggie's truck? You don't need to ask that question. It's the only ice cream truck in the goddamn town. Who the fuck is there's yeah. not two people that drive right. that weird thing. Yeah. Like that's the only thing in the fucking country. This entire scene fucking frustrated me so much. Why? So so Mike gets so, out. Mike's like Mike gets out. Mike gets out and he's like two two grown women. Stay right there, don't get out of the car. He's thirteen. Okay, so he gets but out. But it's nineteen seventy nine. Right. He gets out and he goes He's the man of the car. Yeah. God, no, he's the man of the car, <laughs> like, right? He, like, he stood up, I mean, presumably, I don't, I'm not 100% sure what his genitalia is, but presumably. Jesse's, Jesse's confused by young boys with long hair. Yeah. <laughs> it's very confusing. I didn't find out until I was 21 that Atreyu was a boy. Yeah. A never-ending story. I thought it was a girl. I was his like, whole life. I, I his was whole life is a girl lie. I was sexually lie. attracted to Atreyu. <laughs> <laughs> and when I found out he was a boy, it didn't change my feelings, but... <laughs> <laughs> I was definitely confused. I was definitely confused. Yeah, I feel like they used male pronouns. <laughs> did they? They did. I feel like they did. I'm pretty sure. I don't. They, or they just called him a trail no, over was, time. It was Jesse a, just blocked it. No, no, no. no, 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 no I'm telling you guys, yeah. watch it. It was ambiguous. Yeah. They just called him a trail. They yeah. didn't say him. They just said a trail. A trail. A trail. You an artex. A trail. The warrior. Yeah. That's all I was saying. I was like, goddamn, that that bitch is a fucking warrior. Right. So Mike gets out and he goes over and looks in the car and Reggie is not in the driver's seat. And then he sees, he goes around to the back and the little hatch is open 
and you just see a the yellow ice cream chook poop. Right, you see, right. <laughs> it's, it's a chook room. It's a, a chook room and in the back. It was ice you, cream truck. All you see is a yellow mustard handprint. That's pretty much what it is. Right? Yeah, that's what it is. And then so he runs back to the car and he's like, "We need to get." This is where I got really mad. We need to get out of here. And then the both women were like, "Sigh." Mike, why don't you tell us what's going on? You know, like, no one was in any rush. He was, like, freaking out. We gotta get the fuck out of here. Mike, what is happening? Mm -hmm. And then it was outside the car, like... <laughs> little weird little weird Jawas are, are gnawing at the door, yes. and she's like, oh, he wants to come inside! <laughs> and she opens the door, and they're like, ah! <laughs> what did yeah. you think was gonna happen? <laughs> but the best is, I really wanted a shot as they drive away, and Mike Frabook is out oh, the rear view. Oh my god, the best! <laughs> they're screaming, and they're like, who's driving this car? <laughs> the Jawas are is like, the Jawa, is the Jawa on Sally's lap going like, I have to take it back to Morningside! Let's drive! But I don't think it's so hard! <laughs> yeah, and then it's just this really long scene of Mike laying in the middle of the road unconscious. I don't know. Like, it's really funny in movies. Like, what what, what was the other movie we watched? Near Dark, when the guy just rolls out of the back window yes. of a car. Listen, you can slam someone up against the goddamn fucking, like... It's not gonna break. It's not gonna break. You can roll into it and bounce back and feel salty, but it's not gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. And if you do get... If you are forcefully thrown through a window, you're gonna be unconscious. Yeah. And possibly dead. <laughs> and severely mangled. Yes. And maybe not have a face anymore. It's true. All these, those no, things. These are the things. Look, Jesse, yeah. just a little tiny scratch on your on your cheek. That's all you're going to get. It was a big gadge, though. But, I'm gadge. Oh. I don't know what gadge is. It was like a 12 gadge. Was, like, was, was it like a baguette on his face? It was like eggplant parmesan oh, on his face. <laughs> no, but then Mike, Mike just suddenly wakes up and what does he do? He just runs home. Yeah. Which is presumably five minutes away right. in any direction. This, this kid is. is Forrest Gump. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, fucking the guy who directed Forrest Gump saw this movie, and I'm like, I'm going to put a scene in there where he just <laughs> runs. What, what the fuck was the point of sending him away when all Jody did the entire time was, was sit, in his, sit in his fucking chair? Yeah. yeah. He slept most of the time. Just hanging out. Yeah. Having a good times. So, yeah, he gets it home, and then he tells Jody that they got Sally He's, and Susie and Reggie. Oh, this, this scene's the best because he's sobbing, right? And. All these actors are wearing like hideous amounts of eyeliner because yeah. that's just what they did in the 70s to make your eyes pop, I guess. I don't know why they did it, but he, you could just see all the eyeliner running down his face from the tears. Really? I didn't even notice it. Oh my God. Watch it again. It's just, eye, it's it. just eyeliner or like soot. Okay. And then this is my favorite part again, because Jody's like, Mike, you need to go up to your room. Hmm. And he locks Mike in his bedroom with, with a scr screwdriver. I never saw that done before. <laughs> Me either. I was like, well, who the fuck is this guy who decides that if you shove a screwdriver in a door, that, that doesn't but open? Like, why hasn't Jody figured out yet at this point in the movie that they, don't, they should not separate? They need to stay together. This kid's not going to be contained. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's not. It's like Kevin, because he's Kevin McAllister. He's yeah. just waiting. We have this epic MacGyver moment. Oh, where my God. I wrote that. I wrote MacGyver. Where he takes a shotgun <laughs> shell. I didn't write MacGyver because I'm not a poser. I wrote. Richard Dean Anderson. Well, I wrote MacGyver. Who's Richard Dean Anderson? He's an actor that plays fucking MacGyver, you jerk off. <laughs> yeah! You jerk. <laughs> he takes a shotgun shell, a thumbtack. And a hammer. John, is some it, scotch is tape. It, is it possible? And a hammer. Yeah. Two, look, you guys see the door. We've all seen these doors growing up. Yeah, you could it's, fucking kick it's, through it's one. It's two pieces of... And there's a hole in the door already. It's like plywood. It's two pieces of balsa wood. Yeah, let's, yeah. Be, let's be real. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, and he's got a hammer. You can kick. You the have idea. already <laughs> have all the tools you need <laughs> to get out of that. Well, door. no, no. First of all, he jumped through the back of a fucking window of a Volkswagen. Just jump through the window of your room and just <laughs> and flip and land on your feet. Like I mean, like, and then if you walk three feet, you're at Morningside. Like, <laughs> and then just run, dude. Just run through the fucking drywall. Like that's all you gotta do. So he uses the he he tapes the shotgun shell using the thumbtack to the prime and the back of it yeah. and. Hits it against the doorknob, basically. And, and, and it's like blows a, smoke a bomb. hole in it. And a smoke bomb and blows a hole yeah. into it. And then he, he grabs the handgun, and then he goes to the front door. Mm. And, and tall man's there? there. The tall man's there to grab him. And right. tall man's like, I've been waiting for you, boy, to help me extract these savings from these store circulars. <laughs> <laughs> How much time do you have, boy? I need to... I mean, I'm not making a lot of money after retirement, boy. I need to buy a lot of products, boy. I can barely afford my prescriptions. <laughs> oh my God. I need, I need, I need to save on these depends. They're so expensive, boy. This incontinence is killing me, boy. So he grabs Mike and just like lifts him up in the air, carries him outside, throws him in the back of the hearse, and drives off. Yes, and but, they go, again, Mike cannot be contained. No. But, but where do they go? What? They go back to the funeral home. <laughs> yeah. 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 For the 60 million fucking time. Yeah. But that's movie. where Mike wants to be anyway. No, but can you imagine the storyboard in this movie? It's like Don Coscarelli is like, okay, they start uh. to the cemetery. Then they go to the funeral home. Then they go to Mike's house. And they go to the funeral home. Then they go to Mike's house. And they go to the, <laughs> the funeral bar. home. Then they go to Mike's house. Bar. Cemetery. Mike's house. Mausoleum. Cemetery. Mike's house. Mike's house. Mike's house. Cemetery. Mike's house. Mike's house. There's pretty much three locations. In this so like, why can't we just do more in each location? Why are you going back and forth? That's going to be a lot of gas. <laughs> and the budget's gone. <laughs> so he tries Wait. to kick out the back window. And then right. he realizes he's got a handgun. And he, he shoots the window. And he's, he pulls a Marcella and he shoots the window Shh. and then he shoots the base <laughs> of the wheel. <laughs> the wheel well. But why not shoot Tall Man who's driving the car? No, right. no, no. Yeah. Like, I mean, just he, go, old man, you're dead. Blap. Wait, he shoots the tire out and then he jumps out the window. The car crashes and explodes into a fucking fireball. Which nobody saw coming because this already happened once and nothing <laughs> happened. <laughs> That's a cool scene, though. I do like yeah. the cinematography of the watching the car burn yeah. and the hearse burn. I was like, uh, it's Rick off. Yeah, it's and, because, <laughs> and because he was only driving for three minutes, he's already in front of Morningside. Right. When he when he is out the window. He's like, yes. how convenient. Right, and then it cuts to Jody, who is inside the mausoleum, and he's at his parents' crypt, and he takes the coffin out of his dad, and he opens it, but, but his he's eyes afraid are to look. He's afraid to look. He doesn't want to know. He is afraid to look. He's like just making like a cum face. Yeah, he's afraid to look. He, he is. Look. It does look like he's like pissing inside he's like, the casket. He's like, oh, papa. And then we see Mike, who has arrived, because he had to walk three feet from the burning car. Right, right. And he goes in the front door. Mm-hmm. And then, Sphere Vision. It's Sphere Vision. Sphere Vision! <laughs> it Out of nowhere! It's like Predator Vision, yeah. but it's a sphere. <laughs> and it's not interesting. <laughs> and you see it. And, and it's red. Yeah. And you see it for three seconds. Because yeah, apparently, seconds. like, balls see in red, I guess. I yeah. don't know. If you're a ball, and you see red. Mike finds the casket of his father, opens it. And it's empty, right? We presume because he screams, right? And he and, runs. And he's trying for that Oscar real quick, right? Yeah. Um, and the sphere comes flying towards them, and Jody jumps out of nowhere because we don't know where he is, mm-hmm. and he shoots it. And then fucking Mike's like, "Yeah, I saw this door down there, and I just, I mean, there were se- there were sounds. I haven't gone in the door, so I mean, why don't we check it out? <laughs> right? It could be just a storage broom closet, but I got a feeling about it. Right. And then they get to the black door, and then Reggie, who we we thought was dead, sneaky Reggie. 
shows up. Again, it's just people sneaking behind yes. people. No yeah. one ever notices no. someone coming up in back of them. I, 99% of the time, know when someone's creeping up in back right. of me. I just hear footsteps. I hear things, you know? Yeah. And Reggie tells me he found Susie and Sally and some other girls, and he helped them out of a window. Let's just talk about this, guys. They op- he opens the door, and they just see barrels upon <laughs> barrels right. upon barrels right. of... We don't know at first. Dwarves. But there are dwarves. Dwarves. Yeah. <laughs> and, you, and you know how that effect was created? It's fucking dwarves. <laughs> it's a drum... And there's handles on the side of the drum, but what they did was they took a round piece of plastic and put it up into the handle, because that's a viewing portal for dwarves. <laughs> but dwarves, John. Yes. Like, du- like, seriously, dwarves were in all those... Did you just yes. think about how many dwarves were in there? Yeah, it's a lot. Slaves! Yeah, slaves. Well, that's a lot of bodies that they're crushing down into dwarves. Like, you're... like, you're, So, this is what happens. One day you're alive, one day you're Steph, right? Right. And then you die. Right. And the next thing you know, you're in a fucking goddamn barrel full of, like... I guess just like mustard, dill, like dill and like peppercorns, <laughs> and they're like shriveling you down into a dwarf. Yeah, and how does then, that even work? Then once you're nice and marinated, they take you out and you're in your pickle stuff, and then they say you go into that portal now. You're a slave. You go into the desert, and, and you're you go a slave. into the desert, a red desert. The gravity's hot, and then you just walk. <laughs> but you're a slave. But you don't really know what your purpose is. <laughs> the thing is, it's funny because like at first you just see these two silver cylinder things, and you're like, oh, what is so, that? But like, it's still it's a portal. Were they trying to say that, like, the dwarves built the pyramids? They're not trying to say shit. They didn't try to say anything. I think so. (laughs) Oh, my God. Or was, like, or was that planet Tatooine? It could be Tatooine. And that's where the Jawas went. And then hashtag Star Wars. I think so. It makes more sense than them building the fucking pyramids. Mm, It could be both. But I like. Did you write the script? (laughs) (laughs) Right. So Mike, so Jody looks in the barrel. He's like, oh, these are full of dwarves. Mike walks over to to the silver cylinders and he puts his hand between and he's like, "Oh fuck, my hand! This kid's an my asshole. hand disappears." You just don't start touching stuff, okay? <laughs> That's like I don't go onto the fucking guy. I don't go to a, into a spaceship and start just but, hitting buttons. But then this is when he hears about the fear in his head. He's yeah. don't fear it. Don't don't fear, Michael. My, so Michael, he, don't 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 fear. That kid's gonna he's gonna hear that in his head the rest of his life. So like the first time he has sex and he's gonna be going into a vagina, he's gonna hear that woman saying, "Don't fear, go inside." God knows what's in there though. Well, he'll be making a baby. He could be doing. having AIDS. Right. Oh, he could be. But he's going to listen to that voice and he's going to do the wrong thing. <laughs> yeah. My, Michael, don't, don't fear. And also abstinence isn't 100% effective. <laughs> 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 right. You so, could also get disease from BJ's prostitutes. <laughs> so, so Mike reaches in again and he gets pulled into it. And this is, we see like the red world. We see the desert and the line of dwarves with barrels. <laughs> That's <laughs> it. That's all you see. Like you don't see the, like I wanted to see them doing things. Yeah. Like yeah. I wanted to see them like, I mean, they really missed well, a, Like singing a song. Yeah, like, they, they, <laughs> they did miss an Oopa Loopa yeah, moment. There, there could have been an Oopa Loopa moment. Yeah. Work all night. Work all day. We gotta work for time, man. Every single day. Stupid. We carry the barrels. We carry the barrels. This guy told me he's a real slave driving son of a bitch. I don't know what we're supposed to do yet. All right. Maybe we'll figure it out. So Mikey's in there for three seconds. He gets pulled back through the portal by Jody. Right. And that's when he goes, he has a Neil deGrasse Tyson moment. <laughs> he, he, he knows goes, it all. And he's like, hashtag science. Hashtag slaves. <laughs> hashtag gravity. And it's the hotness in there. He's like, oh my God. Look, guys, let me tell you, the gravity was crazy. And it was so crazy because like he was holding onto my belt and I, and I wasn't getting pulled down and it was so hot. So yeah. it's hashtag fucking dwarves. Yeah. 
<laughs> do you believe me? And they're just like, no, I don't believe you, but I wasn't there. So we're going to just take that as fact. <laughs> and then the lights so The lights out. go out. Yeah. <laughs> no sense. This part makes no sense. I think I, I feel like it was like a humorous. It was supposed to be like yeah. a, a little comedy. Mike, Mike pulls out a lighter. He lights the lighter, and little Jabba goes. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Steph, second time she did a voice. Oh God, Steph, you're the new Jabba person. <laughs> Anytime I need a little voice, that's it. <laughs> and then the lighter goes out, yeah. and then we just hear voices in the dark. Jody, where are you? Jody, Mike, Mike, where are you at? Mike, so, Mike, where? But then the power goes back on, and then Jody runs outside to find Mike. Why? Right, right. But and but only why? Reggie is left in the room. Reggie's in there, yeah. Right. And Reggie has this moment of clarity. He he thinks about the tuning fork. Right. I don't know why. No, because you, as the audience, are supposed <laughs> to assume that those two uh cylinders are tuning into another dimension yeah mm. and so he's going to disrupt that by putting his hands on both of them like he did with the tune of tuning fork to stop right. the guitar he used except, his sideburns except what he does is just creates a suction portal right that sucks everything that, in. that creates the black hole right argento wind machine right throughout the rest of the movie <laughs> yeah Right, and then all the barrels. So he he somehow has the strength to crawl along the full tile floor. Right, as all the barrels are flying past him. Right, and he was making really gross faces when he was crawling, and I kind of synced up that Reggie is literally just like two steps above Clint Howard in the looks department. <laughs> like yeah. he almost looks like he could be Clint Howard. Yeah, I agree. Like they need to make a movie with these two. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like brothers oh my god well, that was a missed opportunity yes. it would be the best yeah their faces are almost exactly the same except clint howard's is a little yeah. wider well and it cuts at this point too it cuts to jody who's outside who's looking for mike mm-hmm. and then you see the blonde woman like creeping in the woods behind him with the dagger just as she's about to stab him it cuts back to reggie who touches the tuning fork cylinders mm-hmm. and she gasps right and right. then it cuts back to reggie and then suction portal Suction portal, yeah. I don't know how else to call it. Suction portal. This is a suction portal. You want a black hole? <laughs> um, yeah, and so Reggie's getting sucked in. He pulls himself. He gets out. He manages to get to the door and get out and close yeah. the door. He closes the door, whatever, and he runs out front and he sees Lady Gaga scrim out there laying right. on the ground. And he goes over and is like, oh, girl, what's up? What's up, girl? And he gets she, stabbed. And she stabs him right in the gut. And that's what you get for helping women. Yeah. <laughs> and Mike and Jody find each other mm-hmm. and then they're looking for Reggie. He doesn't feel it, though, because he's on so many quaaludes. Right. He's like, did I just get stabbed? <laughs> oh, God, I think I did. I mean, the, really, the stab wound just made him a little bit sweaty. Yeah. That's yeah. really all it did to him. Am but, I leaking Strasbury gin? And we, and this is when we see the flashing of her face to tall man, her face, tall man, her, whatever. And, and, Reggie, and it looks exactly the same. It kind of And does. Reggie's like, thank God I'm the only male in this movie that didn't have sex with you. Yeah. No, no. Reggie's, Reggie Reggie's like, I'd still hit it either way. <laughs> <laughs> and then Reggie's like, Ugh. And then we think he's dead. Yeah. Again. And then Jody tells Mike under the silhouette of a gigantic butt chin is like the perfect silhouette. Of like, I can't, I kind of yeah. wish I had a butt chin. It's so, butt chin. it's, but it's like, what is it? It's like a special chromosome you have to get to have the butt chin. It's a recessive chin. There you trait, go. I That's think. one of the side recessive traits. <laughs> You're so smart. Uh, yeah, he tells him he saw this movie, The Burning, and that they have to, <laughs> they just got to have a showdown at a mine shaft. Yeah. That's the only way to kill him. Yeah. First, they, they leave Reggie behind, which well, doesn't make any well, fucking sense. Well, because they're like, he's no, no, even like Mike, like Jody's like, he's dead. Fuck him. Yeah. They don't even try to check his pulse or no, anything. Because no. like, the chick's still there. He's like, dagger. it was a fatal wound. <laughs> and they just leave him. <laughs> oh, we, we've got about the light show. The, presumably the house disappears. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's right. And then it's gone. Yeah. 
but they have to have a they have to have a showdown on a mind shift well, because I hashtag this, reasons. I know. I love this explanation. Like my like Jody's just like I know about this mind shift. And no, we'll get that him is up also, there. And force him down to a, the. No, no. It was a cool. It was a cool way to say it's a thousand feet deep. We're gonna send him straight back to yeah. hell. That's the, it. And what happens again, guys? Jo- Jody leaves Mike home alone uh, again. Well, what is his reason though? He's like, I gotta go camouflage uh, the the. I gotta camouflage the place <laughs> so he doesn't see the signs. Uh, Which presumably, after the fact, is three feet in their backyard. Right. Yeah, right. and he's like, you just stay in the house, okay? Yeah. You just lock yourself up and stay in the house. He drives away. He goes in the house and immediately Angus Grimm is breaks for, bo- for bre- bogus through the b- window. Breaks through the window. Yes. Yeah, like Freddy Krooms. <laughs> and, and, and where is the black woman? No, where to be found. found. She's no. probably upstairs sleeping. Watching. I wonder if she could come out of one of the curtains and be like, "You boys playing again? I mean, <laughs> you showing them MTV Digest?" Those goddamn white people were working her to the bone. She's probably upstairs sleeping, sound asleep. The goddamn fucking oh God. <laughs> entitled ass white. Somebody people. had to keep the house clean after like the demonic fly went through there. It's like these, these two spoiled ass crackers. <laughs> they put a jean jacket down the garbage disposal. <laughs> I mean, how hard it was for me to get that out of there. I got arthritis in both my hands. I spent three hours cleaning the back splatter from Mike after I went to Taco Bell off the toilet. I needed to use five Brillo pads to get the dried up back splatter off there. My hands are arthritic. Girlfriend. I don't even have time to wax my mustache. I'm growing in a full one. You better be afraid of me. (laughs) Does this mustache intimidate you? (laughs) You you missed the scene where Mike is in front of her and he's like, don't don't fear Michael. Don't don't fear the mustache. (laughs) He's like, don't look at the mustache. Don't look at the mustache. And he looks at the mustache. He's like, I told you not to look at the mustache. The mustache is a mind killer. (laughs) So yeah, Mike is like basically trying to walk around the house like to get away from tall man right he's like trying to be all stealthy right and then the front door burst open and tall man's at the door but i thought it was a really cool scene because he's kind of like backlit and it's really creepy you play a good game boy but the game is finished now you die which is a voiceover as they're running away from each other Mm. yeah so he's like is he hearing it in his mind he's in the minds okay and and mike runs yeah, which is he, what he does well, because the whole he, movie. he's saying the whole time he's running he's like don't fear don't fear right. don't fear and then he falls in like a poop puddle and he starts sinking and little poop hands come out and yeah. start grabbing him in the poop puddle and he looks over while he's in the poop puddle and he sees angus scrim as lady gaga like licking his lips <laughs> and he's like licking his lips trying to get him horny and he's yeah. like don't fear don't fear don't fear and he gets out and he runs right and but the tall man is right behind him he's hauling ass after yeah. him pretty good yep and you don't know where the fuck they're at until you see a sign that says Mind shift, right. or some th- yeah, some like good. like mine is coming up in like Which 50 feet. Which apparently in this story is not like a cave or something. Oh, it's a hole in the ground. It's a hole in the fucking ground yeah. in their backyard. Three feet in diameter. Yeah, 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 it's right. just like it is. And it's yeah. not, I'm, I'm, hey guys, it's not a hole in the ground. It's a perfect square. Yes. It is. It is. Yeah. It's, it's a ground. Yes. It's like somebody was like thinking about making an in-ground pool and they just backed off <laughs> and, and didn't get the whole yeah. hole dug yet. I wanted a koi pond here, but then I realized how much work it took, and I, who's got the time for that? But, like. Like they like I, this part makes no sense no. also because like you're led to believe that because for all Jody knows like Mike like Mike was like Jody was gonna go back and get Mike but for whatever reason Jody's still waiting there for right. him and Mike knows exactly where to jump he jumps over yes. the camouflaged hole and Angus Grimm falls into it and kind of holds on to Mike's ankle for a little bit 
and Mike shakes him loose. And, and Jody pushes boulders somehow. Off the mountain. I don't know about... I don't, I, guys, I don't know about boulders. I'm going to say foam. Foam. Like, he, yeah. he, he, foam he pushes, because no human being is going to be able to push a rock that size. No. He pushes an ass ton of huge rocks down, a.k.a. foam, spray-painted gray foam. Right. And, it and goes, they fall, and, it, and they perfectly block the opening. Perfectly. Yes. So I guess you're led to believe that, like, Scrim's still hanging down there. Yeah. Just right, like, and then you hear some funky noises. Funky. And then it cuts to... Like, you hear to... like this. You hear like this. <laughs> right? Is that what you hear? And then this is the part in the movie where I thought I had a Melissa moment, and I, re- and I thought, like, I passed out, woken up at a different part of the movie, <laughs> oh, yeah. because Reggie's alive. Yeah. And, and they're, they're ha- in front of a fire. And they're in front of a fire. <laughs> yeah. And apparently Jody died in a car crash. Right. How now, the fuck is anybody supposed to know that? Re- Reggie's, I... like, next to... He's, like, kind of, like, spooning Fireside Mike, and he's like, he's like, oh... He is getting real fucking yeah. close to whispering in his ear. He's creepy oh, as fuck. You, yeah. re- relax, relax. You're so tense. Let me, uh, oh my God. let me rub that shoulder for you. You know, you know what always loosens me up? A nice frozen Sunday and some <laughs> oh sex lubricant. Oh my God. <laughs> and he starts like oh doing a little God. swirly around Mike's butthole with like KY. Oh my God. <laughs> right. So this is when he like, uh, Mike is saying he knows the rocks won't hold the tall man. And then he took his mom and dad. He's gonna take. He took Jody. Now he's gonna take him. Yeah. And he, Reggie's like, no, the tall man didn't take Jody. Jody died in a car crash. I'm gonna take care of you. Yeah. You're not alone. We're gonna go on a little road trip he's together. Like, yeah. He's like, how about we go on a road trip? <laughs> oh my oh, god. For three weeks. And like, wait, okay, we can presume that it's at night because they're sitting in front of a fire. Mm-hmm. And he's like, go get your gear together. Mm-hmm. And then Mike goes upstairs to pack his stuff. But when he goes upstairs to pack his stuff, like. Reggie just keeps grabbing his junk saying, yeah, you're going to get it. 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 Oh, man. And the, so Michael, yeah, the, Mike's upstairs packing his stuff and then Tall Man is in the window. And he, is it a window? I thought it was in the mirror. Yeah, it's a reflection in the mirror. Yeah, yeah. And he, and he grabs him and he says, boy, and he grabs him. Oh, no, 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 no. You're not going to gloss over this. Uh, yeah, yeah, you are not no. going to gloss over <laughs> the fucking picture uh, that he picks up of Oh um, yes, fucking Jody with his guitar and a poodle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. a, fucking a, a fucking poodle, dude. What is saw, that? We never even saw a poodle. What no. the Ever. fucking god's name is that picture <laughs> that he looks at? I was like, oh, the black woman was playing the poodle for the jump scare. Oh my god, it made no sense, dude. I, I was so. I wanted. I was like. I was actually shocked that John didn't send that to me, like in a message, because John always sends retarded shit. Like, through, and I was like, John didn't send it to me. I feel like let down. Yeah. <laughs> was that, that was actually a moment I thought about photoshopping and putting. We could we put something else in that picture. It but, was yeah. like so fucking good. Oh my god! And then like Steph said that you see the reflection of um tall man in the mirror, and with, he looks back and kind of grabs him with short hair. For some a, reason, he got a haircut. Yeah. yeah, he got a haircut. In reality, he has a nice haircut. He got, he got shape up. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, I forgot to show you my precious moments, figurines, boy. <laughs> You're my, coming back. My hobo, my hobo clowns. And then when we're done that, boy, we can look at my hobo clowns. <laughs> I have so many things I collect. When you get old, that's all you can do is just collect, boy. Oh, my God. Yeah, but I'm not a hoarder. Don't ever fucking call me a goddamn hoarder. I also have quite a tie collection, boy. And that's the end of the movie. Does this interest you? That's it, yeah. Yeah. All right, I want to know what John thinks of this no, movie No, no, first. no, no. Let's let Marcella go first. Marcella, what did you think? Okay, you probably on had, the outsider. Yeah, well, you've probably never seen this before, so. Well, I mean, I know it's also good to say, like, what kind of movies do you generally like, Marcel, for the listener who doesn't know you? 
my top category on Netflix is documentaries. Okay. Okay. But if I'm going to, if I venture into the horror zone, it's generally psychological thrillers or like sci-fi general, that kind of okay. stuff. Well, um, Alien is one of your favorite movies. You should probably preface it with that. Yes, but I see that as like a feminist film. <laughs> oh, it, is, it absolutely is a feminist film. It is yeah. the prototypical I feminist film. I love Sigourney Weaver. Did you Me hear? Too. All right, not to not to like detract it, but did you right. hear about that? Um, did you hear all the recent things that came out about that about the first Alien movie? How no. like Sigourney Weaver was supposed to die? Oh yeah, movie? and um, that was actually Ridley Scott's like. Which just goes to show that really Scott has never been a good director. He just got lucky because like his, some of his ideas are fucking terrible, <laughs> dude. He wanted Sigourney Weaver to get her fucking uh, like head ripped off at the end when she um, is confronting the alien and the thing. And, and, and actually for the once, a studio stepped in and was like, that's not really a, a good way to end it. You know, you need well, to do thank something. God for that. You need to do something a little stronger than that for that character yeah. that you just build up because she really goes from being like the underdog to like, you know, just... She's not the person you think is going to take over, right. and she ends up yeah. just like kicking ass. Yeah, and then he just wanted to take her out like a yeah. little bitch. Like, you know, and, and what in what scene in particular though? When at the end, the, when, it's at, in the airlock. At or? the end, when they're in the airlock, yeah. What the fuck? And he, she, he, she was supposed to blast the thing with like a flamethrower, and it has no effect on it. And then she gets her fucking head ripped off. And then the alien is supposed to phone in, mimicking what one of the other ones did earlier, like signing off to wait for another victim. That would have been stupid. Yeah. Yeah. That's how Holy was, shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank God that didn't happen. I, I, it was on Nerdist or something like that. Why would recently. you ever admit that? I would take that to with me to my grave. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's what I said. And it was Ridley Scott himself who admitted that in a recent interview because of Alien oh, Covenant. Covenant. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, like, yeah, no. He's like, yeah, well, this is, if I was to have it my way, I was like, thank fucking God you didn't have it your way, dude, because you fucking suck yeah. ass. Like, that would have been terrible. Oh, man. Yeah. Sorry, Marcel. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> and actually, Aliens number two, Blade Runner, Blade Runner is number one. Oh, I'm okay. gonna throw okay. that out there. Amazing, but yeah. anyway, um, out of ten, I would have ranked this probably a three point five or four. Ooh. <laughs> oh damn! Oh, Steph just twitched. That, She's like, that hey, hurts. No, Steph, in my back. Steph did like a Michael Jackson move. <laughs> like, shame on. I could not get into it. Like, there were a couple things I liked. It was unsettling. In certain spots, there were definitely like this like Twin Peaks feel to it, but generally the transitions I thought were pretty bad. Yeah, they were. It just like was not suspending my disbelief. I was really confused about the plot. Like mm. I-, I couldn't get into it. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. No, Apologize, I- guys. No, I, 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 I those are a hundred percent like valid yeah, points. Absolutely. hundred percent. I, I want to say, you. I want to say also like in the beginning where like they're at Mike's uh, Mike's at the funeral. I mean, Jody's at the funeral. See, this is my confusion. Jody's at the funeral, and then you see the kid in the dirt on the dirt bike in the cemetery. I thought it was a flashback. I thought it was a yeah, flashback of him as a kid. And you don't right? weird there's, cuts. It's there, like weird. You yeah. don't know that they're brothers, right. even though that he references that he wanted his brother being oh there. God. There's nothing for you as the audience member to right. assume that that's his brother. I didn't yeah. know that until 30 minutes in. Yeah. Yeah. No idea. All right, well then, now, John, I want to hear what you have to say. <laughs> I mean, what Marcella said, I mean, the, the beginning parts of the movie and the transitions go real fucking quick. They make you assume too much shit. And then I was on board through the middle of the movie, and I thought the humor was good, too. And then the ending is like, I think it, the ending is insulting to the audience because it's like this dream sequence that's supposed to happen that you don't know is a dream sequence, but it's real, but you don't know it's real. Right. And what the fuck did you just watch? Why is Reggie back to life? And right, and what actually happened in the movie? And then knowing the deleted <laughs> scenes that they cut out of it, it's like yeah. there could have been so many better moments for you and opportunities for you, and you had them, and then you yeah. lost them on the cutting room floor. 
like and i don't know if don cosarelli like edited this himself he did a lot of things himself mm. um but like the whoever the editor was was schizophrenic. I feel like he just <laughs> went all over the place. He might, have been on, he might have been on Quaaludes too. He's yeah. like I don't know. And the acting, yeah, I can forgive the acting because there's plenty of movies that we watch that have. Like, I don't think the acting's horrendous. No, no, it's no, not I mean, great, but I don't think it's. Terrible. Um, it, it, yeah, it's like a four, and and IMDb is way fucking high. Yeah, for this. I love this movie. Yeah. Um, I understand what you guys are saying about oh, no, it. I should, I should also preface this with I don't have any nostalgia for this because I didn't see this until I was much older. So for me, oh, and the music is a ten. I yeah. should say the music Music's is a ten. Good. No, no I, I totally. Great. This movie is very like um, yeah, I totally get what you guys are saying, hundred uh, percent. For me, I take this movie a little differently than um, I don't take it as serious as maybe somebody else would. I just kind of take it for what it is. Um, I do. There's a lot of this movie that I really like, as far as like the cinematography goes, the lighting, the framing, stuff like that. There's a lot of shit that's wrong with the movie. There's a lot of iconic scenes in it. I really like Tall Man as a character. Angus Grimm's really cool. I feel like they could have did so much stuff way better in this movie. Absolutely, but it kind of almost feels to me this movie. Watching this movie, it ha- it gives me a lot of strange like feelings. It makes me feel like almost like a fever dream it's very weird it's very lucid it's very dreamy movie whereas like nothing really connects in a great way but i think that's part of like the that's kind of what i like about the movie quite honestly i I don't need everything fleshed out 100 percent um it's a fun movie a lot of the scenes creep me out um yeah i don't know what else really to say about it uh it's super iconic for me as far as movies go it's one of like the first horror movies i saw that really kind of was made in that way before I saw a lot of the, um, you know, uh, the Euro- European movies, the Italian movies, the slasher movies, and stuff like that, this is one of the first ones that kind of opened the door for me to start watching a lot of like just different horror movies that weren't mainstream, like Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, I started watching all Lucio Fulci stuff after I saw this movie because I heard about his movies through this, so it had a big impact me on that. Um, as far as the movie goes, it's not, it's not a perfect movie, but I really do enjoy it. It's probably like a seven and a half for me. Okay. I I am I'm, I'm on board with you. Um, I know that I've seen this movie before, and we watch it separately. Actually, we have, right? We watch. And it I was this actually time. surprised when Steph said she really liked it because yeah. I expected everybody to hate this. No, movie. No, I actually really, really enjoyed a lot of things about this movie. I mean, there's plot holes. There's shit. Like I was so confused in the beginning of this movie. I mean, like I, I said, like I I was like I don't know. Is it a flashback? Is it the same person? Who is who is Jody? Who's Mike? I, can, I don't know. And I can usually forgive that kind of stuff. Like we talked about TerraVision. like TerraVision is a movie that like you know what its identity is right off the bat it's yeah. it's not gonna even if there's imperf- imperfections in that movie at least it's obvious on its face what kind of it is this movie goes from like being real serious to weird chummy moments and like never really kind of yeah settles on like what's it trying to do and there's the nightmare sequences are fucking amazing and they yeah. are scary, but then there's these other weird sequences and you're like, whether well, or not it was meant to be intentional on the director's part, I do take it as like more of a dreamy type of yeah. movie. No, I, I think and I agree. I think it definitely has that feel. And then there's a lot of things where you're not really sure. Is this a flashback? Is this really happening? Is it a dream sequence? Even the ending of the movie, what actually happened? I, I don't know. I mean, know. I wasn't really confused um, until the very end of the movie. I the, think the, the, some of the stuff is, I can see the transition. And this is me go digging really deep, but this movie to me is like it is about like loss, and um, it's not done in the best way. But it does feel like you know, this kid lost his parents. He's afraid about losing his brother. Right. He does have all these like fear. He has all these like internal fears about everything. Yeah, and they don't do a good job with conveying that to the, to the people. But you got to kind of like. You gotta latch you, you on get to a what little you, bit of a you feel gotta, for you, it. You gotta latch on to what you're given with this movie. Yeah. yeah. And um 
I do feel that it comes through for me. I mean, I understand why it wouldn't come through yeah. for, for most people. I mean, now that you said that, I see that, but like you're you're trying to connect the dots that aren't presented to and you. Like and, I said, b- and like I said before, they this movie had so much room to grow for sequels. Like, I feel like they could have did so much great stuff with it. They could have really built on it and made it more solid in the because it's like the first Nightmare on Elm Street, you know? It's kind of like you get ideas of what Freddy Krueger is, but you don't really know what he is. They slowly build on it, and they don't do a great job either, but they do slowly build with each movie, kind of like the um, mythology of Freddy Krueger. They don't do a good job of doing that in the series, and it does it loses me after the first after the first two. Yeah, I, I would have liked some more information about the tall man. Like, wh- who was he? What what was like? You know, like, there's really no explanation. Like he always had like a kind of a he, they do they do go into his background yeah. more into the in the subsequent movies. Uh, but. but yeah, I mean, overall, there are a lot of like a lot of faults with this movie, but I I really really enjoyed it, and I know that I've seen it before, and I and I probably fell asleep, so I don't really remember. So it was it was like <laughs> it was like I was watching it for the first time, and I was watching by myself, so I had no influence from Jesse. So it was, um, I give it a seven. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was super creepy. Um, I don't know. I liked it. So I seven. love. I a love. Seven for I, me. And I, and it's a case of like, uh, I feel like Angus Scrim, although he's not like a great actor, he fills the role of Tollman like perfectly. And if they had somebody else playing that character, I don't necessarily know if I'd like the movie as much as I do. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, let's be real. I mean, and it's the- quirky as fuck. Like Reggie. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it's shit weird. like that, yeah. dude. I love when they just give you outlandish characters. You would never fucking see that person in real life, no. like driving an ice cream no. truck. No. Just, no, no, dude, it doesn't happen. <laughs> you know. Well, IMDb rating was a six point nine. That's uh, and that's crazy to me. It's high. I mean, compared it's to other high. movies we've seen, this movie, uh, <laughs> this movie's <laughs> beloved by horror yeah, people. Yeah, it really is. It's like I can one see of why. like the, you know, and he wasn't ever a- able to capture the magic on on any other movies, but this movie had his. A huge fucking cult following, to say the least. Yeah, like huge, huge. It's right. like no, it is. It's like and it, and I was busting John's balls about Videodrome, but it is like the same cult status as Videodrome has. It's like right. the people that love Videodrome, they fucking love Videodrome. Like they'll yeah. live and die for Videodrome. It's the same thing with Phantasm. People have like a soft spot in their hearts for it, you know, for whatever reason. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Right, I'm gonna announce. Keep comparing the Videodrome, my eyes twitching. <laughs> That's exactly. Um, like video drums. <laughs> Except there are no cigarettes in pee holes. Yeah. Um, and no, so, Debbie, no Debbie Harry to yeah, look at. That's true. Um, so I'm going to announce the uh, the next movie. Um, it is another Patreon pick, uh, this time by Anthony Hobbs, uh, from the director who brought you After Darkness, Night Angel, and Beyond Desire. What? I know, right? <laughs> what are you talking are those about? Romance novels? <laughs> Starring Is it Fabio in these? Danielle Harris and Donald Pleasance. The man. Tagline. He's back with a vengeance. Ooh. That's kind of vague, right? He's mm-hmm. back. Yeah. I'm guessing it is a Jean Claude or, <laughs> or Sly Stone movie. Yeah. Um from nineteen eighty nine. Bruce Willis. Halloween 5, The Revenge of Michael Myers. It will destroy you too. Halloween 5, The Revenge of Michael Myers. The revenues are gonna kill you. 
the revenging. So we're finally, <laughs> finally, we're getting into some Michael yeah. Myers. So we did the third one, but obviously no Michael Myers in the third Halloween. Right. So this is our first. So yeah. it's going to be the first. We're dipping our toes into into the Myers boom, camp. Boom, 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 yeah. boom, 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 boom. I'm excited. Yeah, I haven't fucking seen the I fifth don't one remember in it. forever. I don't know if I've ever seen it because I've I'm been, I, I don't know. I'm a nerd for the third one and I'm a nerd for the first one, but yeah. I don't ever go back and watch any of the other ones. So it's gonna be fun to watch. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever seen it. So it'll be it'll be fun too. (laughs) Um, So I'm gonna announce a new one new Patreon member. One that's fucking pathetic. So listen, guys, (laughs) Uh, Jesse, tough love. I'm gonna. It's time for some tough love here before stuff gets into this. Good cop, bad cop. Um, You guys have been doing awesome with the iTunes reviews. I mean, I I go on there every day and I see a new five star review. And I mean, I want to keep seeing more five star reviews, but I really want to see more Patreon people putting some money in satan's pocket because satan is poor and he needs money to do satanic things like you know have go rituals out. Yeah, by, I mean, p- by goats go out and get things. sandwiches <laughs> and you know, um, you know popular belief is like souls are very important souls have really no monetary value in this economy so like monies is where is that right yeah monies right and like satan wants two toppings on his pizza but satan can only afford one and like saying, be like, what the fuck? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where are my two toppings, bitch? I need two toppings. Yeah. <laughs> so really, guys, one dollar. Just you know, one dollar. We, we want more than that, but if we'll every, start at one dollar. If everybody did one dollar every single day, I'd be dancing every day. Right. Like dancing. But when I say dancing, yes. I'm not really dancing, I just but remember, I'm thinking about dancing. There are a lot of perks. So go on there. Go on Patreon and check it out. We got patches now, man. We've been yep. sending everybody patches. We've been sending some people tar man pins. We got stickers. We got we t-shirts, t-shirts coming. Yep. Brand new Big Ben. From house t-shirts coming at the end of the month. I'm going to have them printed and they'll be going out to you guys. Yep. Sorry, Steph. So, yeah. So, thank you, Carmack Riordan. Car- I- Carmack. You may <laughs> only be one person, but you're everyone to me. Or, or, I didn't mean Carmack. I meant Cor- Cormick. Uh, he, he's going to be Carmack. <laughs> Cormack Riordan. Do you just write in Swahili no. when you have a new Patreon Listen, member? It's it, not the same. it wouldn't be Steph saying our new Patreon members if she said it correctly. It's true. <laughs> That's true. We got a guy named yes. here by the name of Barbara Michaels, okay. and it's like that's Are not you, the name. <laughs> My question is: that's a, that's a woman's name, and, and you said a guy. Were you named after? Oh, I'm Cor- sorry. Actually, the guy's name is Fred. <laughs> How oh did God. you get Fred and Barbara confused? <laughs> Listen, Jess. I mean, words can be anything <laughs> if you believe it to be true. Cormac. <laughs> 26 characters, but the staff, there's 48. (laughs) I mean, you see four letters. I see 18. (laughs) Steph's little lip. Okay. So we, uh, as we previously mentioned, I got to keep the show rolling, guys. Keep it rolling. John's rolling on the ground. You keep it rolling. I'm going to pick a winner for a free t-shirt from the Throw Me Lottery. Oh, yeah, we forgot to do that last to, week. To be yeah. entered in the Throw Me Lottery, you have to write us an iTunes review. Lamar Marcella pick it out. And we pick it once a month. Ooh. Just don't, yeah, pick, your, just Marcella, don't pick yourself. Marcella's going to pick. Out of the head. If you hear your name, you need to send us a message. We are not going to contact you. You contact us. Contact us, and we'll get you a t-shirt. That's how we know you're listening, motherfucker. Drum roll. This doesn't sound real. It's real. Billy I. Come on down. <laughs> Billy I. 
Billy Eye. Billy Eye. Billy Eye, like eyeball. Like eyeball. All right. There you go. Billy Eye. Billy Eye. Send us a message. Send us a message. Uh, you can do it on Instagram. You can yep. do say love same podcast at gmail.com. Yep. Do something like that, and we'll set up the deets, and mm-hmm. we'll get you the t-shirt, and my as, man. So Jesse mentioned, we're on Instagram, Say You Love Satan Podcast. We're on Facebook, Say You Love Satan 80s Horror yeah, Podcast. Yeah, we're almost at uh, 800 people on Facebook. So nice. People yeah. that interact on Instagram and shit, come on. Yep. Yeah, and we've come been doing on. a lot of um, Instagram Live sessions lately and getting a big community on there, yeah. people chatting it up. So join us on Instagram Live. It's super fun. We'll be doing it tonight. Yeah, but it'll tonight. be too late for you to join, you stupid <laughs> asshole. Because this will be this will be in the future. The future. In the past. It'll be the future. Um, yeah. So uh, so check us out on social media, and um, thank you for joining us for another episode of Say You Love Satan. Because of the end of civilization, the Clamp Cable Network now leaves the air. We hope you have enjoyed our programming, but more importantly, we hope you have enjoyed life.